is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? Ooh, we are a little froggy today. The Monty Show, as always, is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. Now, you guys, we are coming down the home stretch here as The Advocates continue to work with the good folks at The Road Home. You know The Advocates, the best injury attorneys in the business. Did you get hurt at work today? Yeah, they handle everything workman, workman's comp. Car accidents, anything, anywhere. You got hurt, they're going to take care of you. You never reach into your pocket to cut a check or pay them a dollar. No, you always know at The Advocates you can work with them for free. You don't pay The Advocates unless and until they win your case. And they are working with Road Home right now. And I've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. It comes to an end, I believe, uh, today. Um, it comes to an end where we really need you guys to donate. And if you can, let's make a real push today. I know that, you know, the last couple of days we've had monster shows here. Um, but if you've got a dollar, $5, a million dollars, whatever you can give, donate to Advocates Donations on Venmo. On Venmo. Advocates Donations on Venmo. Just say, hey, here's $5 for the kids from the Monty Show. That's all you have to do. I would really appreciate it. It, it, We're talking about kids. And I know you're here to talk about football, and I will get to that. But we're talking about kids that don't have socks and underwear to go to school with. And if you think about fourth graders, eighth graders, high schoolers, the torture and the tribulation that underprivileged kids already deal with. And then they're homeless, so they don't know where they're sleeping at night. They don't know where they're getting their next meal, let alone trying to learn to read and write. If we can help them be a little more confident, maybe that's a little more focus. Maybe they graduate high school. Maybe they actually get a higher education and stop that cycle of homelessness in their families. That's what your dollar bill can do. A dollar, five dollars, a million dollars, whatever you can afford. The Advocates on Venmo, Advocates Donations. Um, Before we start the show, uh, I don't even know how to react to the, the, and there's no, 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 no draft sound. I don't even know how to react to this. Who the f- is that guy? This bullshit right here. Who the f- are you? This Minnesota Wild fan. Hey, look thinks, here, man. He can just come back in here anytime he wants. You're a douche. Well, he can. I mean, that's the that's nature that's of YouTube. True. That's true. It's actually a free that's country true. and stuff, but my know. guy. Hullabilly. Bro. My guy. Dude, I've missed you. Yeah! You, you weren't here for me to celebrate the Minnesota Wild getting Connor Bedard with the first pick. Oh, wait, that didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, I wanted you to be here when the Minnesota Wild lifted the cup. Oh, wait, that didn't happen. <laughs> the, the other expansion team did it. I wanted you to be here when Kirk Cousins came through in the playoffs. Well, that didn't happen either. All right, so it's good to see you. <laughs> Don't get choked up. It's okay. It's okay. Welcome, Hola Billy, back to the membership. <coughs> My dude, I've missed you, Hola Billy. Good to see you, JBK, a new member of the show. Let the uh, hello. Thank you. Okay. 
JBK, Todd, Todd E. Let's go. <laughs> Eliason, Todd Eliason. Thank you, uh, Kevin Mott, who gives us $20. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, Harry Austin, thank you for the $10. How bad is it for the Pac-12 to uh, wait? I mean, Pac-9. The CW and NASCAR Xfinity just agreed to a seven-year deal. Yes, the Pac-9 could not get the deal done. $115 million a year for the CW and NASCAR. Pac-10. For Xfinity, unbelievable. Uh, Al Batts uh, says the state of Colorado just approved the construction of a brand-new truck stop in Boulder. Truck stop conference over there in the Big 12. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, let's get to work. You guys are here because you want to talk uh, Big 12 expansion. Let's do that. Um, I think this has been a historic 24 hours, really, when you go back to Colorado making the move official. And I think the real question here is, can the Pac-12 survive? I think... That is really the beginning and the end of this conversation. And I will tell you, candidly, I have worked very hard today to gather information. I have worked very hard today to have, have conversations with people in the know. I think the league is going to survive. I think it is going to look very different a year from now than it looks today. And one of the real interesting conversations this morning early started with Oregon State. One of the first text messages I got back was, hey, Oregon State is very aggressively on the phones with the Big Ten and with the Big 12 trying to get a conversation started. Now, what I understand is Oregon State was not really able to gain traction in those efforts, but Oregon State is being very, very aggressive in trying to find a, an avenue and create options for themselves. And I would tell you just about every member of the conference is doing that exact same thing because I think they know that they have let too much time go on. And I think Brett Yormark and the Big 12, Jake, rightfully so, have become impatient with the Pac-12 membership, waiting and waiting and waiting. And now it's time for the Big 12 to kind of dictate terms here. Yeah, and that seems like kind of a, uh, uh, a common theme that we're, we're experiencing and witnessing here, people being impatient, right? I, I mean, that's where... Colorado leaving really the genesis of the the whole conversation it is like hey we can't get a TV deal done right we we we've seen you know everybody from the WNBA to you know the Phoenix Suns to to uh, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights now NASCAR like you, you're seeing you know obviously the Big Ten TV deal came down before those like you saw all these different TV deals get done. And the Pac-12 couldn't find their way to a completed deal. And so when we talk about the Big 12 getting sort of impatient, if you will, I, I don't know if impatience even the right word or just seizing an opportunity. Because, again, they the Big 12, I feel like, and specifically Brett Yormark, has been incredibly patient allowing with allowing the Pac-12 to walk itself down the road uh, of uh, death might be strong, but walking itself down the road of implosion in a sense where not getting a deal, not getting a deal, not getting a deal. And it would have been easy for the Big 12 to act in December. It would have been easy for the Big 12 to get busy in March, but they didn't do that. They waited and waited and waited. And what they understood was, okay, and, and this came out the other day that Colorado and the Big 12 had been talking. So Colorado was in, the, or the Big 12 was in the know with the information they were talking to Colorado. So the Big 12 and Brett Yormark have been patient, 
But that that patience is now over with because now it's time to act. And so they get Colorado. But the question really is, who else are they going to add? Because I don't believe that it's just going to be one more school. Because why would you just add one more school? Why would you not add three more schools? Opportunity is here. You can see a path to it. You can see how it would benefit your conference. You you begin to understand that, hey, you know, Brett Yormark's talked all about the Pacific time zone and expanding into a fourth time zone. Rick George referenced the fact that the conference is already in three time zones. So we know that they want to get out west. So I don't buy this any of this stuff about how, hey, the Big 12 is 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 really kind of laying pressure on or being impatient with teams moving. I think they're just working out deals right now. Yeah, I think there's nothing there's no reason to rush in. It was very interesting. One of the first phone calls I had today, um, you know, a guy that I trust excessively. I everything that guy has ever told me has been nails. And he said to me, what's really changed for the Big 12? From the moment that Colorado called last Thursday night to the moment that they released the announcement that Colorado was joining the conference. What has really changed? Well, Colorado's the only thing that's changed. The timeline's not changed. Their desire to go to 14 or 16 has not changed. And the availability of teams wanting to join the conference has not changed. Nothing has changed. It hasn't gotten more urgent. It hasn't gotten less urgent. The timetable's the same. They're going to make the best decision. But what I think you're hearing, and again, with all due respect to Heather Dinich, I think she's being leveraged as she was last week. You're, you're playing politics now. The Big 12 wants teams to know we are here and we are ready. And if you are not here and ready now, we're probably going to pass you by. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's why you're hearing so much about Oregon. Um, because I think Oregon would very much like to get out of the Pac-12. I don't know that they have a route to do that. I think very much that one of the, the, the big concerns for the Big 12 right now is how many teams are, are wanting to join the league, but how many teams are just looking for greener grass, you know, more fruitful pastures, mm-hmm. not to be in the Big 12. I think the Big 12 and Brett Yormark and his membership – want universities that desire to be in the Big 12. The biggest concern with Oregon is the size of that brand. You worry about them constantly chasing a paycheck. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons that there is some hesitation amongst Big 12 presidents to add Oregon. It's not the rubber stamp that you think it would be because I also think there is a very real conversation about just how stable the long-term viability of the Big 12 is. Because once the Pac-12 goes away, everybody assumes that the Big 12 is, you know, hey, they're rock solid. And Mm -hmm. I would tell you that I don't necessarily know that that's the case. I think when you look at the Big 12, putting the foot on the throat of the Pac-12 is an easy decision. Frankly, the decision made itself. But if you start looking at the reality and the landscape of college athletics, the Big Ten's making $100 million baseline. Their baseline is $70 million more than the Big 12's. The SEC's baseline is $20 million more than the Big 12's. And I think it's great that you have Rucker and Mexico and Kansas City and Pro Day and 
Big 12 championship game at AT&T Stadium. All of that is great. That is all going to make you money. It's great you're a power, power basketball league. All of that is great. That, frankly, allows you to close the gap between the Big 12 and the Big 10. But at the end of the day, it's going to be very difficult for the Big 12 to ever be anything than the third biggest league in college athletics. That is the reality. Now, is the Big 3 a thing? Sure it is. But let's all not just sit here and write off the ACC because by all accounts and several people I talked to today are all over the fact that Florida State is actively trying to recruit new members to the ACC so they can open up their TV deal and get the fuck out of the ACC because mm-hmm. that's what Florida State wants. So Florida State, and, and I think this is a very interesting situation in the ACC, Florida State, oh, yeah, let's expand. Yeah, let's expand. Let's take advantage. Let's expand. Well, what does expansion really mean? Expansion means you have to go back to your TV contract and your TV partners, and you have to say, hey, we need to renegotiate our deal because we're adding teams. That's when the ACC's grant of rights becomes vulnerable. And I think Florida State realizes that. And I think Florida State would like to get out. Is Florida State going to the Big 12? They're not. They would be going to the SEC. Right. And if Florida State's in the SEC, the SEC is no longer worth $50 million a year. Now it's probably worth $55 million a year per school. Oh, right? God. Like the money goes up. The donors go up. The basketball product in the SEC goes up. The TV viewership goes up. The marketing dollars go up. Florida State, for everything that's not on the football field, is a power brand that brings money. So you have to consider this, and I think that's why this moment in time is going to determine where the Big 12 is in 15 years. Because I do believe that the powers that be in this game want two power conferences, and that's it. And if you are going to survive what I would think would be an onslaught of poaching, at the end of the Big Ten and at the end of the SEC deals, I think you better right now today do everything you can do to lock in the biggest brands in the Pac-12. And I think that's Oregon, Washington, and Arizona. Those are the three that I think you have to have. And if you can get your hands on Utah, that'd be great. But I also think, again, this goes back to our discussion about Gonzaga basketball. You better add Gonzaga to this league because what does Gonzaga do? They bring tournament money. Which is, a, which is a payment over five, six years. Like, you need that basketball money. And I think it's really a scary proposition. I know that you guys are all sitting there shaking your head and you're telling me I'm crazy, but let's, let's appreciate what's going to happen in the future and that today the moves that Brett Yormark and the Big 12 make are going to impact the viability of this league into the future, and I truly don't believe I'm making too much of well, that. Well, isn't that why the Pac-12 is in the position it's in? I mean, that's like, exactly let's be honest, right. right? I mean, that's why the Pac-12 is here because they didn't consider the future. They were ignorant. They were arrogant. Yes. They were prideful. Uh, you know, they they uh, you know they were brazen in the way that they went about mismanaging money. Uh, and you did not hear me incorrectly. I said they were brazen about the way they mismanaged their money they didn't seem to take it too seriously they felt like it wasn't all that big of a deal and frankly uh i I agree with some of the things you said this week which is hey george klyovkov it has been worse than than larry was at least when larry scott was your commissioner usc was at its the uh the height of its powers right you were you were this up-and-coming conference you were still rising 
Even though you were paying all this money that you didn't need to pay, you were still rising. You were going in a positive direction. And then that all kind of came to an end. And, and so when we talk about the Big 12 um, getting this right, I think it's imperative that you yes. don't miss. And missing is a variety of different things. Missing could be adding too many brands. Missing could be adding not enough brands. It could be adding the wrong brands. So that's why I say I agree with you completely. Those first three, right? Arizona, Oregon, and Washington, That those three are the must-haves, no doubt about it. I think the only question really that any of us have is a, a, a program like, you know, in Oregon State. Obviously, Utah, right? These other sort of outside programs that clearly have value, that clearly would bring in money uh, to your conference. But if you really project forward 10 years from now, who do you feel better about having won a couple national championships on the football field? And that's in the Pac-12, that's Oregon. I'm taking Oregon yes. over Utah respectfully. And, and I, I think if you roll the dice with Oregon, and, you know, the odd thing here is, that everybody this morning on Twitter... Um, hey, excuse was, me, it's X. Uh, excuse, I'm so sorry, Elon. Damn. Everybody on the uh, Keyboard Warrior platform... <laughs> um, is that how we say yes, it nowadays? Yes, that's right. Uh, everybody on Twitter this morning was DMing me about the Big Ten, the Big Ten. What's the Big Ten doing? I don't know what the Big Ten's doing. But what I've heard is... They're answering the phone. Nothing has changed in the Big Ten. Business as usual. And I, 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 it, it feels very much like the Big 12 and the Big Ten are in lockstep. Nothing has changed. Their timelines have not changed. The availability of Pac-12 teams or universities to come to their conference has changed. But nothing on timeline has changed. There's no impetus for the Big Ten to act. They already got the Brinks truck. They got the bag. They're already getting multiple seats at the table, deserved or undeserved. The Big Ten's already getting multiple seats at the college football playoff table. Now, if it were me, yeah, I would, I would add Oregon, Washington, Stanford, and Cal. But that's a very complex math in the Big Ten. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what ultimately happens, but I've heard repeatedly the Big Ten has engaged with multiple schools in, in the Pac-12. I know that Oregon State was on the phone trying to work um, with the, the Big Ten, and I don't know that that meant much. And I know that this is a statement that, um, you know, President Murthy at Oregon State released and Scott Barnes, who I hold in very high regard, released today. But... The one question I would have for you is where in this statement does it say we are not leaving the Pac-12? If you go ahead um, and read through this, Oregon State joins with other Pac-12 members in reaffirming our commitment to the long-term strength and vitality of the conference. We are united by our shared values, our passion for the highest level of intercollegiate athletic competition. Our leadership role is a tier one research in, uh, universities and our support for student athletes, academics, and academic uh, athletic excellence. Where does it say in there, we are not leaving the Pac-10? Well, that's the issue, isn't it? I don't know. Then Scott Barnes, the athletic director. Oregon State 
Athletics trusts that the Big 12 will secure a media rights deal that will strongly benefit the institutions that are remaining loyal to this conference. All of us at Oregon State will continue to work hard and diligently to continue our long-term membership and success of our athletic department at a national level. Where there does it say they're not leaving? Yeah, it doesn't. Where there does it say that, hey, this is our conference, and it doesn't. And you know the funny thing is, the funny thing is, it is eerily reminiscent of what Phil DiStefano said. Because you'll remember that Phil DiStefano, um, last week, I think eight days ago, mm-hmm. Phil DiStefano tweeted, uh, or Brett McMurphy tweeted Phil DiStefano saying, I'm eagerly awaiting to hear about what the commissioner has to say, but at this point, the Pac-10 schools are staying together and awaiting a message from the commissioner. A beacon of hope. CU's goal is to stay within the Pac-12. Have a media deal coming up shortly. That's our goal, and I believe the presidents and chancellors of the Pac-12 are together on that. Right. Now, I am no rocket science, and clearly, as you can tell, I am no uh, literary scholar either. Right. But read that statement on the screen. Which one did I just read, Phil DiStefano or the one that's on the screen from Oregon State? Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, they are very similar. I I mean, are are they not chapter and verse? There it is right there. We're waiting to hear what the commissioner has to say, but at this point, the 10 schools are staying together awaiting a message from the commissioner. Oregon State Athletic trusts the Pac-12 will secure a media rights deal that will strongly benefit the institutions that are remaining loyal to the conference. Uh, CU's goal is to stay with the Pac-12 and have a media rights deal coming up shortly. That is our goal. President Murphy said Oregon State University joins with the Pac-12 members in reaffirming our commitment to the long-term strength and vitality of the conference. Funny. And I believe all the presidents and chancellors of the Pac-12 are together on that. I mean, they're saying the exact same thing. Different words, same thing. Phil Stefano is now in the Big 12. Hmm. They're saying the exact same thing. So I can tell you, and I can confidently tell you, that Oregon State, according to my sources, was on the phone as late as last night with other conferences. So... That's great you released a statement. But note, they haven't come out and said, we're not leaving this conference. They haven't done what, you know, Utah did several months ago now. Yeah. Right? They, they what Mark Harlan said, we're not, we're not, remember, we're not leaving. Yeah. Remember that? We're not leaving. Give me a break. I mean, that's a strong, that's a strong, when you say we're not leaving, uh, that makes me think you're staying in the Pac-12. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm just telling you right now, this doesn't mean dick for Oregon State leaving the conference. Yeah, and I think if you're Oregon Nothing. State, you don't, have, you don't have a choice but to, to evaluate what's best for your, your, your university now. I mean, you have to act here. I mean, this is not like, hey, we, you know, we just, you know, uh, we're just looking at something. Uh, like, um, uh, <laughs> you have no choice. Like, Again, and this is, <clears throat> and I appreciate all of the 
all of the Pac-12 mouthpieces DMing me today on Twitter, <coughs> con- congratulating me. Don't I didn't do anything. Like, it's so weird to me because look at the statement from last night from the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is comprised of world-leading universities and athletic programs who share a commitment to developing the next generation of leaders, supporting student-athletes, academic and af- academic excellence. Um, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, did you just copy and paste that, President Murphy, from Oregon State? Because there's Oregon State's statement about in intercollegiate athletic competition, our leadership role as a tier one research institution. We're united by our shared values for passion, blah, blah, blah. Did you just copy and paste that right from this statement? I, it's almost like Oregon State put their statement together as an obligation. Look hey, at we the, just got to put one out. Look at this second paragraph from the Pac-12, Pac-10. Uh-huh. Uh, we are focused on concluding our media rights deal and securing our continued success and growth. You know, which is exactly what Scott Barnes said here. Pac-10. You know, all of us, you know, uh, Oregon State trusts that the Pac-12 will secure a media rights deal that will strongly benefit institutions that are remaining loyal to this conference. Mm. But again, I just ask you, where in that Oregon State statement does it say we're not leaving? Yeah, and where did it say that Colorado wasn't leaving? And, you know, where did it say in any of Arizona's comments that they're not leaving? Oh, that's right, it doesn't. It doesn't. And that's where that's where I say, like, dude, like, they're not. They're, they're, they're literally, like, when I saw both of those statements, I was like, all right, cool. So you haven't said anything new. You haven't acknowledged that you have a problem. You've just chosen once again to ignore the fact that you're bleeding out, which I think is the perfect analogy for what the Pac-12 is going through. You're quite literally bleeding out. You've lost, you've lost three schools now over the last year, and we want to sit here and talk about how everyone's united and the conference is moving forward and we're going to secure a media rights deal. Do you really think that anybody uh, who is an option for you as a media rights partner um, likes what the conference has to offer right now. I mean, honestly, like, like if you're Apple, if you're ESPN, if you're Fox, anybody, whoever, and you're looking at the pack ten, dude. you're like, dude, why would we? We're not signing. We're we're not we're not agreeing to anything right now because ultimately, you don't have a conference. Really, like, you don't have any stability right now. There's no confidence that you're going to be existing. So, if you're a TV partner or a streaming partner. Don't you have to wait this process out now? Don't you have to wait? Like, like today's the 28th. Do. Don't you have to wait at least like two, three weeks? I think you do. I mean, I, I can't see. I, I don't know how you would feel comfortable, uh, you know, uh, curating a deal if you if tomorrow school is going to leave. I mean, that's just not smart business. No, it's it's bizarre to me. It, 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 it'd be like not taking the buck shot on time here yeah. on the Monty Show. Yeah. Uh, before we get to your comments, the official energy provider of the Monty Show is bucked up energy every day at this time. You guys know we do it. We hit a buck shot, clean, long-lasting energy to power us through the show. I love it. 200 milligrams of caffeine, played some golf today. Golf. Actually played excellent golf today. Um, Hit the driver exceptionally well. You know, showed the ladies, you know, how it's done. Right. Um, You know. Right. (laughs) Never mind. I went to the bathroom today, 
and in the building we reside in here in our offices, the mighty Monty uh, penthouse office suite. Um, when you have to do your business, which is to say, drop the kids off at the pool. Um, you go down to the gym, right? Yeah. You go down well, to the gym. Bitch. There's two bathrooms that are unisex. Do you even lift? Go to the first one, which I always go to open the door. There's a lady sitting on the king. How? Come on, man. How? First of all, why would you leave the door unlocked? I, and I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah. She's yeah, like, that's... oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, hey, no problem. Women don't poop. I know you're just chilling in the dark. It's all fine. <laughs> she said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I said, no worries. And I closed the door and she locked it. I don't know why I told that story. Bucked up energy, the official energy <laughs> provider of the Monty show. Uh, get fr uh, free six buck shots in the description below. And you guys, they really make a difference. If you're that dude that. Hey, this weekend when you're golfing, you feel a little energy lull uh, right around the 11th hole. Pop a buck shot. It'll get you right through the rest of the round. If you're having that post-lunch carb crash, pop a buck shot. It'll get you through the rest of your day. In fact, if you know that you have a big spreadsheet or pivot table you got to hit and it's going to take some focus, that's what buck shot's all about. And of course, bucked up energy, Miami uh, is my favorite player. Although Mike Maples, God bless you, one of our listeners, I had a cherry the other day, a uh, uh, a cherry gummy bear. Yeah. I can't remember what the I can't remember the, the official flavor, flavor name, yeah. is, but oh my god, it is so good. Bucked up energy is amazing. Always zero sugar. Always clean, long lasting energy. Hook it up right now. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty twenty to get twenty percent off your purchase. Uh, at buckedup.com. Let's get your comments rolling in here. Um, uh, let's see. Corey Erickson gives us $5 to say on the plane to Africa. Really going to miss the live shows for two weeks. See y'all when I get back. Hope, uh, news gets better while I'm gone. Hey dude, enjoy Africa. Good for you. Live your life. My guy, live your life. I really hope you'll come back and tell us all about it. I need to go home. Yeah. Super excited. Well, I don't know that he's African, man, but <laughs> super excited for you. Please don't get eaten by a lion. Uh, D Maxwell for $2, pack 12 to one. So much BS on Twitter. Thank you. You're welcome. Anthony Zappin. Anthony, how are you? Gives us $5. Not just Colorado has changed. CW effectively out as a media partner for the pack nine with NASCAR deal and Saturday races and ACC games. Pack nine is done. Well, it's funny. Mm -hmm. We're pretty well connected at, at next star media. And we were talking to several of our sources there. They haven't been, from what we've gathered, they haven't talked to the Pac-12 in weeks. Mm -hmm. So it, it is... I, I don't know. The the linear partner, I don't know who that's going to be. I, I on, Like, honestly. Be, and, and that's why I'm saying, like, these statements that we've just gone through, right? Whether it's the statements, whether it's what George said at Media Day, like, it's all a crock of shit. Yeah, it, it just is. is because it's a front. There's no, like, again, if you had a partner a linear partner, we wouldn't be here, ultimately, because you would have struck a deal. And no, I'm not here for this line of messaging that George ran out on Media Day during uh, Radio Row interviews, talking about how if he knew that, that yeah, school, if I knew nine months ago that people were going to start leaving, I'd have got a deal done. Okay, that's just a lie. That's just an outright 
blatant lie. And it's a terrible way to do business. Yeah. If if it if it takes a school leaving for you to close a deal, you you're terrible at your job. Yeah. You close the best deal you can get when you can get it. Yes. And I look at this statement and what did they say in this statement? Like there is nothing here. You that I literally retweeted this and said you said nothing. You said absolutely nothing here. Yeah. It, it it's remarkable to me. It is absolutely remarkable to me. Uh let's see. Artie Cat uh, gives us $2 Sunbelt expansion rumors again. CUSA in trouble. Dude, I I only got so much bandwidth, man. Yeah, man. Come on now. You know. Come on now. Uh, Dabo Sweeney's 805 winning percentage. Okay. For $5. In God's name, image, and likeness. Clemson and Florida State have been working for months to find a way out of the ACC to get into the SEC. I live in Clemson, and FS, if FSU gets out, so does Clemson. Yeah, they've been working... I'm in the camp that says FSU has been working for 18 months to get out of this thing. Like, mm-hmm. earnestly working to torpedo the ACC grant of rights. Yeah. I think they tried, and everybody loves to throw around, oh, man, it's the FSU coup, bro. Call it a coup. Call it what you want. They're trying to gather enough of a group to break the grant of rights. They couldn't do it. Right. I think they are rooting for expansion because that's their ticket out. I think that's their ticket out, and I think they know that. I do. I, I, You know, Dabo, I I think you're right. And the funny thing is I think Clemson's a better brand than FSU is because FSU just hasn't had the success as Clemson has had since Dabo and Jesus Christ took over the Clemson football program. You know, like he built that. Please play the drop. We he, built this program on NIL. In God's name, image, and likeness. It's probably different than what you're thinking, though. Dabo's a gem, dude. We really did. And not in a good way. Like, I'm not a Dabo guy. Program. <laughs> I am not a Dabo guy. I am much more of a, a lane train guy. Right. Lane train. Lane train. Lane train don't play. Right? right. You go to the, we have fine mom. Yeah. You go to the SIP. Like, their, their recruiting event today is pimp, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. But, yeah, I don't disagree with you. And I think Clemson deserves more credit. Florida State being asshats saying, oh, wow, look who's brought in the money. Yeah, Clemson has. Yeah. Jerks. Uh, San Diego State, Glenn, what's up, my guy? Pack leadership. Quote, unquote. Uh, is a bunch of grandpas and June Cleavers with no clue of the current lay of the land. Death is imminent. F the effing pack. Wow. I understand San Diego State Ooh. fan being bitter. I, I completely get it. And my only question for San Diego State fan, and, and I mean this sincerely, I don't know how you trust the leadership of your university because if you're looking at this situation now, you really wanted to sign a contract with this conference? Really? Really? I- you took George Klyovkov, George Klyovkov's line of crap which is yeah we're gonna secure a media rights deal it's quote-unquote imminent fuck. yeah you, you you took imminent and you're like all right cool let's let's send a letter to the conference let's ask for a payment hey, hey plan. gloria like hey, gloria dude. it's uh it's uh it's jd wicker at san diego know your role and shut your mouth now look um we know you're just that little conference over there in the mountains but we're san diego Wales, Vagina, San Diego. You, maybe you've heard of us over right, there. Right, right. Why don't you keep our basketball money? Because we're out. Right. 
Uh, we'll send you some cinnamon tortillas from Old Town, but that's about all we can do for you. Please take me back. It's embarrassing, dude. Dude, San so Diego I State. I understand why San Diego State fan is pissed. But Glenn, you guys got to be better than that. Oh, sure. Of, of course I understand why people are upset. <laughs> Good old Teddy Cruz. Uh, Brandon Butler, I think, uh, gives us $10. Brandon, how are you? Good to see you, dude. I met Brandon at the uh, RSL match several a month ago or so. Gave me a bunch of scarves that are hanging in my uh, hanging in my uh, athletics room. Okay, appreciate you, Brandon. Um, why are people don't call me during the show, dude? Do you, not, he, dude do is not, doing the show. Do and not you're calling call him. me, and it's somebody I know. You know I'm fucking working. Okay, I feel better. <laughs> um, why would you call me during the show, no. bro? You know you got a text. Uh, I think uh, that the new college football playoff, a lot of movement is uh, to assure that they get more auto bids. Oh, that's absolutely true. Yeah, but, yes. but ultimately, I, yes. I, I think if you're a commissioner, you're not necessarily thinking to yourself, you know, like if you're a commi- if you're Brett Yormark, yeah, sure, the college football playoff is absolutely something that you have to consider in your decision-making process. There's no doubt about it. But ultimately, you're, you, Brett Yormark right now is trying to ensure the Big 12 survival for the next decade because that's how yes. the cycle works. That's, yes. that's all you're trying to do here. So so that's why I say this this line of thinking where that people are running out on on X and on uh, in the media. Twitter. Um, Twitter. Yeah, tw- yeah, Twitter. X. Um, Twitter's going crazy. Yeah, you know, I, I, I just don't agree with it because it doesn't make sense. You need, like, respectfully to Arizona, you're a great brand. You are valuable. You should be in the Big 12. You need you Oregon, dude. You need Oregon and you need Washington. If Oregon, if Oregon... And Washington are available to you. You have to take them. You have to. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. And uh, and I think, let me read the rest of Brand because we got to talk about Utah as well. Uh, the SEC and the Big Ten don't want a weak pack getting the same amount of bids. Well, I also think that that's going to change because I think in 2025, the auto bids are not locked in. So that's still to be determined because I think, Obviously, this is a. I think realignment was very clearly coming mm-hmm. with all these new TV deals, and you understand that the new TV deal in the Big Twelve does not start until twenty twenty five. So, I, I think things can still change. You got to remember, the auto bids are not in cement. Those everything is pliable based on how much money and pull you have, right? I mean, which is amazing why SMU has never won a national championship in the A. Anyway, the point is. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's Friday, and you're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, my point is, Brandon, I think you're exactly right. But my question is, what happens to what happens to Utah? Because I think I think this is a huge, huge question mark. And I know the Utah hate on Twitter is real, um, and you can think of the five loudest mouths in Utah fan Twitter. They all DM me and apologize today. Every single one. Yes. Every single one of them. And I think they know they're in a position of, of great exposure that there's a real chance. And I actually kind of raised my tail feather today. I actually, thankfully I was alone in my car before golf. Okay. Cause I was actually aroused at one point. Okay. When I was talking to a friend of mine in the television industry, 
And uh, he said, yeah, um, your idea of the Mountain West and the Pac-12 merging actually came up in a meeting the other day. And it, it, it just made me feel very full inside. Really? To, to know direction. that I am beautiful. And, you know, that was awesome <laughs> to hear that. Um, because I think that's ultimately what happens. But you, Utah can't be in the Mountain West. You either ha There has to be a merger or Utah's got to go somewhere. And, I, and, and dude, I, I appreciate all the Utah haters DMing you and apologizing. But ultimately... This can be a negative or this can be a positive for Utah, right? That They're at a crossroads here, like you are. You can go, you can do nothing, and you can and you can play dumb, and you can get caught with the sinking ship, or you can jump, and you can look like a genius, and you can go on to chase college football championships, but you can't do both. I just don't think that, I think Utah, Utah was, in my opinion, too loyal to this conference. They were too loyal to the Pac-12 because I don't see that Utah has a road to the Big Ten. And if Oregon is truly going to the Big 12, and I would put that at 50.5% right now, if they are truly going to the Big 12, Utah's in real trouble here. Because if Oregon goes, I don't see the value of Utah to the Big 12. Nobody, had, nobody thought that there would ever be a chance that Oregon and Washington could end up in the, in the Big 12. But if you are Brett Yormark and you take Oregon and Washington or just even Oregon, what is the value of adding Utah to the Big 12? Yeah, there's not. There's not. Because Oregon and Washington are both better brand, brands than Utah. And they're just as good at football. Yeah. And they're just as significant in basketball. Yeah. And you want Oregon because you get that Nike money. And you look at the financial commitment that Oregon made to Dan Lanning. It, it's they, sending a message, dude. $7 million a year to be the football coach at Oregon? Dude, they're not playing around. And if Oregon goes to the Big 12, Utah is in real trouble. Real trouble. And I, I put it at a, a, a better than 50% chance that Oregon goes to the Big 12. Right now, here today. Yeah. And I think we will know we will know a week from now. Well, and we know that Phil Knight's been pining for a new conference for quite some time. I mean, this is not, you know, certainly new. And, and if you're new to this conversation, just in the big picture, not our show necessarily, Ooh. but just to the conversation, you need to understand Phil Knight. It's not a secret. Phil Knight's been trying to get to the Big Ten or the Big oh. 12 for a while. Yes. So the idea that Oregon would go to the Big 12, while yes, is a touch surprising because we always felt like, hey, the Big Ten was a better fit. The Big Ten doesn't necessarily seem to be real aggressive uh, you know, in this conversation. And so it furthers the idea that the Big Ten is going to patiently wait this thing out, and then the Big Ten and the SEC are going to go hunting in the Big 12. And so if you're the but, Big 12... But I don't buy... And again, this is just my opinion. Nobody's told me this. Yeah. But just in conversations I've had, I get the idea that the Big Ten understands they cannot leave USC and UCLA on an island. There's wow. just no win there. Yeah. So they're. I think they are going to add... And even if it's just Stanford and Cal, they're going to add two of these teams. I, I have to believe that. Makes sense. But I don't get the idea that right now, here today, it's Oregon. 
I think, I, which is shocking. It, it, it is really shocking, but I don't get the idea. And I, I understand the Big Ten really values that academic piece. And I still don't see that Utah's, Utah's got a road to the Big Ten. It, it's what I tweeted this morning. I, I, Oregon State can call and call and call and call. Oregon State doesn't have a road to the Big Ten. There's no avenue for them to get in. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked that the Big Ten is not acting on Oregon and Washington at a minimum. At a minimum. Yeah, it is surprising. It, it, it's really surprising because you have a fix for the problems that ail you 12 months from now. You have a travel partner in place ready to go right now for USC and UCLA. And the, it hasn't come to fruition. And so you're in this position where, and I, I say the same thing about Oregon. It, there, it, Oregon's impact on UConn. If Oregon gets into the Big 12, UConn's n- no longer a discussion. Nope. Because I don't believe, I, I will also sit here and say, I was told point blank today, the number's not 14. The number is 16. I think the Big 12 doesn't want to go past 16. Because then you just, beca- it becomes a different thing. When you get 18, 20, it, it becomes a different thing. You can't control that. I think their number is 16. And I think, I think here today, I think they'd like that 14 team to be Oregon. And if they can't get Oregon, I think they would like that 14 team to be Arizona. And if they can't get Arizona, I think they'd like that 14 team to be Utah. And if they can't get Utah, they'd like that 14 team to be San Diego State. And I think I think that's the reality of it. Yeah. I, I truly today, after all of the stuff I've heard and all the people I've talked to, I believe that they want 16 teams. But they are not going to rush into this because there's no reason to rush into it. Those that want into the conference right now want into the conference two weeks, three weeks, a month from now. Yeah. I think as long as they get this done by kickoff so that they can brand and they can market and they can ramp up, I think that's all that matters. But having it done on July 28th versus August 1st is meaningless. It's, it's absolutely meaningless. It means nothing for finances, nothing. The Big 12 has really good TV relationships. They have an inner circle and a leadership that talks all the time. The goals are very clear. They already, they don't have to ask permission. They know what what the allowable limits are. But it is shocking to me that Oregon is on the table for the Big 12. Yeah. It's shocking to me. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know why the Big 10 wouldn't act. And and that's the thing. That's that's what I think, that's what I'm most excited about moving forward in this conversation is, is when we begin to understand philosophy and philosophically where these conferences are at because we know where the big 12 is at we know what they want to do we understand it it makes perfect sense you want it, it just it, it's just it's there you get it yes but the big 10 I, I i don't really understand the philosophy of the big 10 everyone got all caught up on tony uh petiti saying that hey we're, we're really just focused on what's in front of us and i was told to to focus on our current membership. Yeah. Is I what Tony Petiti said. I don't buy that for a second. But, but, and I don't know, I, I've been, I forgot to ask everybody about this, but am I the only one that noticed Tony Petiti wasn't at Big Ten Media Day yesterday? I'm pretty sure he was there on day one. In fact, I know he was. But was he there on day two of Big Ten Media Day? Um, I don't believe that he was. 
I don't believe that he was. Yeah. So, and I can't be the only one who noticed that. Yeah. But you always worry about the ones who move in silence. Washington and Oregon have been almost silent on this. Almost silent. The Big Ten has been absolutely silent on this. No comment, no comment, no comment. We're focused on our current membership. By the way, does anybody remember what Brett Yormark said at uh, Big 12 Football Media Days about expansion? Does anybody remember that? Let me, remind, let me remind you that he essentially said, well, you know, we're, we're good where we're at right now. Like He's been talking about how it, it, it wasn't a priority at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then what did they do all of a sudden? Added. All of a sudden... They, you know, added. they added. Yeah, they added. He, he said, you know, it's not, you know, he, I believe the, the exact, um, you know, the exact phrasing he used was there's nothing on the slate right now as far as expansion is concerned. So that's why I say I don't believe what Tony Petiti is saying. I don't believe Brett Yormark. I don't. I don't believe Oregon State's statement. And I don't believe... Colorado's statement. I don't put like you're I, pretty adamant. You don't believe Tony Petiti. I don't believe Tony Petiti. Don't don't feed me a line of garbage, dude. I know that I know that you're talking to these schools. It's your job, right? It's your famous saying that you've tokened, right? If yeah. you're not having the conversation, you should be. You're irresponsible. Right? If, you, if you're not having the conversation, you're yeah. you're acting irresponsible. Yeah, and that's why I think George Klyovkov finds himself in this situation because he clearly didn't want to have the conversations. And so when you don't want to have the conversations, whether it's TV partners at ESPN and Fox or Apple or the schools, whoever, your job as a commissioner is to know everybody, to have all the information, to be able to speak confidently and intelligently about that information and then to lead the conference down the yellow brick road to viability, which is exactly what George Klyovkov has not done. So that's why I say when I look at Tony Petiti, when I look at Brett Yormark, right, these guys, and even Greg Sankey, these guys have been speaking very confidently and yes. uh, in, in, in speaking in a way that pushes the conference forward. So I don't, when I look at Tony Petiti, dude just doing his job with what he said. Oh, we're just focused on SC and UCLA. No, you're not. How could you be? You have, uh, to your point about them being on an island, you got to add more schools, man. Well, you more can't. to the point, if you're focused uh, on USC and UCLA, aren't you focused on getting them travel partners? Yes, aren't you yes. focused on, if you're focused on what's best for your current membership, aren't you focused on getting them travel partners so that they have shorter trips to make? Because right now, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense financially or logistically for their student-athletes. Those are longer trips. Yes. I don't want to go and play Rutgers. That's a long-ass trip. But I think you have to mitigate that. And if you truly are focused on your current membership, you are. And, and I, I go back to all this talk about expansion. And I want to say it was John Kurtz had on the deputy commissioner of the, yes. of the Big 12 who, who talked about getting to fourteen. And I, it, it'll just be really interesting to see where the Big Ten and where the Big 12 at, at land on this. I have to believe, from what I've heard, that the number is 16 in the Big 12. Yeah, and I think that's a really nice number. I think yeah. that's a number that you can handle. It's a number you can control. Yeah. I, I also think this concept of, hey, if we add a school like Oregon or Washington or any kind of big nameplate, 
What is our risk in five years of them not being in the conference, right? And and so when we talk about, you know, 12, 14, 16, you right. need to find a number that's comfortable and also benefits everybody. Because if Oregon's happy and, and they're making money and they're getting good opportunity, odds are they're going to want to stay in your conference. It's going to be hard for the Big 12 in 10, 11 years to in, contend in with six, seven years, right? To contend with a hundred million dollars, that's not going to be easy to contend with. Because you're, you're, yeah. And I, I think this is what we've been, we've been talking about, is that I think the Big Twelve right now in this current cycle is rock solid. Yeah. But it's not right now that you're worried about. You're always worried about that next deal, which is why Brett Yormark's relationship with his TV partners is, is, is so important. And it, it really is one of those things where if I'm the Big 12, I'm thinking about getting a 16 as soon as I can. Yeah. Because I I, I just, man, 16 is the right number. 16 is the right number. Let's continue to uh, get some of your comments in here on the Monty Show uh, as we talk about the latest on Big 12 expansion. Uh, thanks to our friends at Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road, also in St. George. Um, if you haven't been to Super Chicks yet, no matter where you are, dude, Super Chicks is fantastic. And the thing that separates Super Chicks from all the other chicken sandwiches is it's always fresh, never frozen chicken breast. It's always a breast of chicken. It's not thigh meat. And the, the thing that's really cool, if you go into a Super Chicks, you're going to notice that, A, specifically up on Riverdale Road in Ogden and in St. George, the staff is super friendly because it's a family-owned business. Four brothers own that business. Their dad works in the store. Their wives work in the store. It's a family business. They grind. They work really hard to build that thing up, right? So the owners of the business are in there cutting onions every day. Tomatoes, lettuce, all their produce, their pickles are all chopped in-house fresh every single day. They have the best buns. They have the best fries, which are also fresh chopped in-house every day. Forget about the custard. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the custard's really good. Super Chicks on Riverdale Road in Ogden, also down in St. George. Big shout out to everybody in St. George. Love every single one of you. Aaron Wilson for $2. The Monty Show is now a Texas user-based showgram. Could be. Could absolutely be. We have a huge following in Texas. Shout out, by the way, uh, Rodney, who lives um, outside of Houston, sent me a DM and said he found the show the week of Big 12 Football Media Days. And he says, hey, I stopped watching that other show. Don't stop watching the other show. Just make sure you find the Monty show. Make sure you watch us. We're all a yeah. community. We're all working together. Rising tide raises all ships. I love that you guys are competitive. I love that you guys support our show. And I really appreciate everybody being here. And we have, over the last couple of months, really grown our, uh, our Texas fan base. Mm-hmm. Appreciate everybody in Lubbock. Appreciate everybody in Dallas, Houston. Tarrant County. Tarrant County. Thank you. Everybody in Oklahoma, I know uh, the Pokes are strong on this show. Appreciate you guys. Well, I can't remember his his name in particular, but he told me, stop talking about Texas. They're dead to me. They're leaving the conference. Well, Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, they'll be dead to you once they win the conference this year. Mm, yeah. I know. They're going to disappoint. Hero75 gives us $10 to say, part of me hopes and thinks that the reason the Big Ten is not more active is because the schools they are after are already know the deal they would offer to them when they got vetted and cleared weeks ago. I think that's part of it. Yeah, could I mean, be. certainly. Could be. These are not new conversations. And I think timing is everything. Let's wait and see. Does the Arizona Board of Regents have a meeting next week? 
Because that's really where it's rare that you're going to get somebody to say, hey, yeah, we're moving. Or you're going to find that there's a board of regents meeting that pops up on a schedule. Yeah. That's where you hear about stuff like this. I know it sounds stupid, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Cowboy Country gives us $5 to say, I've seen Rice Eccles in person, did two videos on it. Utah has great facilities and a great head coach. Big 14 needs Utah, two-time Pac-12 champs. Well, and it's Rice Eccles Stadium in Salt Lake City, newly renovated, loud, impossible place to go win a football game. Mm-hmm. It is very difficult, and I will again say Kyle Whittingham's a top-five coach in this country. And what he's done year after year, I mean, they they kept running when Urban Meyer left, yeah. which should be all you need to know about Witt. But the fact that he built this program to the level that it's at now, with really an emphasis on defense, they've rarely had one of the top five quarterbacks in the conference. Rarely. This has always been a, a conservative offense. And I give Wick credit because he's changed that philosophy quite a bit now, it feels like. Yeah. With Cam and Brankeithy and the commitment to always having a solid offensive line, like Kyle Whittingham gets it. He wins in the trenches. He recruits well. He treats people well. He hires well. He promotes from within. I, what they have at Utah is something that is not often seen in this country. Yeah. It truly is not. And I, I don't say that. I don't say that lightly. Uh, Dabo Sweeney's win percentage, making you guys commissioner of the Pac-12. Let's say Oregon State goes to the Big 12, and you're at eight. What four schools would you guys add? Well, San Diego State. Yeah. I think I would try to get Boise. I think that's going to be a tough add. I would try to get Boise. I'd add Tulane and SMU. I would. Because if SMU is good for anything, they're good for money. Yeah, I, I think I like the concept more of merging with the Mountain West. I have to be honest. I, I, I think it's... But that, if, if we're talking about four schools you would add, sure. If I were the if I were the presidents of the, the Pac-12, I would already be trying to merge with the Mountain West. Yeah, yeah. I would. I mean, I appreciate the question, but to be honest with you, like I wouldn't be trying to add four schools. I just wouldn't. I, I, I think you know the candidates. None of them are attractive outside of San Diego State. And San Diego State really is only attractive because of its geography. Like I was asked today if the if the Pac twelve is going to get fifteen million dollars a year. Think about that. Can they get fifteen million dollars a year per school in a TV deal? Because I don't care what anybody says. Having nine schools is not a, a P5 conference. You can't have nine. Yeah. And you can't just throw in Tommy's Hair Salon School of Awesomeness. Better send those refunds. And call yourself a P5 with 10 schools. Yeah. That's not going to get the job done. No, and it's a bad look, dude. I, I am, I, I'm in the party that says I don't know that they can get $15 million a year now. Because they're viewed as damaged goods. Yeah, well, they are damaged goods. You are, and that's what I was saying earlier. Like, if you're a TV partner and you're looking at this this conference, like, just how valuable is it? Because the conference as an entity is no longer valuable. You have matchups and opportunity within the conference, but the conference yes. as a whole, it, it doesn't... Dude, you can't walk into a room and say, man, we've got a $400 million deal with the Pac-12. We're the head honcho. No, dude, it doesn't Trust work. Trust me when I say in sales, perception is reality. Yeah. Perception's reality. 
And the perception is that you're damaged goods and you are not worth what you were worth a week ago. So we can, we can sit here and bullshit about, hey, the longer we wait, <laughs> the more schools will leave. Because <laughs> that's what you were saying. And that's what happened. And I think this conference is in real trouble. I wouldn't add schools. I agree. I would absolutely, I would absolutely merge with the Mountain West. Pick four from a, a priority list. Colorado, Oregon, Washington, Arizona, ASU, Utah, Oregon State, UConn. Uh, Oregon, Washington, Arizona, Utah. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close. And Oregon State's far more valuable than UConn. Yep. Jet Wayman, how the heck are you? Congratulations on 20K, guys. You've come a long way. I'm happy to be a part of it. You are a huge part of it. Tile King of Utah, bro. You are a huge part of it, Jet. We may have something coming up for you, Jet. Like that might make you very happy. Uh, Carson, Utah has been a stand-up company, man. I think they are gone by end of next week. Well, dude, I hope so. And it's, I, I really do. I, I, I don't want to have to have a conversation on this show about Utah having to consider the Mountain West. I don't want to have that conversation. I'm terrified of that because they deserve better. They and do. I think if I'm Kyle Whittingham, I'm already in the retirement window. Kyle Whittingham could retire today and nobody would. It would not, it would not hurt his legacy or resume even a little bit. Even a little bit. But it would be a tragic loss for college football mm -hmm. if Utah winds up in the Mountain West because you just can't afford to operate on a P5 level at $4 million a year. You just can't. And I don't know what you, I don't know what you do about that because, I mean, at that point, I think you have to contemplate your future over a Papa Murphy's bowl of marinara meatballs. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara? And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Oh. Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered, covered in tangy, tangy marinara. marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Download the Papa Murphy's app right now. You guys, the marinara meatballs ridiculous. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Get your marinara meatball, pile it on top of a calzone. You're good to go. It is so, the marinara meatball is a game changer at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Uh, it is phenomenal. I am a massive, massive fan of Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Singing Monty Show. Yeah. I went to yell an F-bomb today while golfing, and my voice gave out. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do it. Maybe there's a lesson in that, right? But I can still sing about how awesome the show is. And this hour of the show is presented by TridayTrading.com. Our guys at Triday Trading are kicking ass, you guys. Another one of our listeners yesterday sent me a DM talking about how he just graduated the program. Everything's awesome. Like, it is not, a, it is not something you should take for granted. If, if you understand what day trading is at TridayTrading.com, it doesn't matter if the market's up. That's the number one question I hear with the market's good right now. Why would I? Because when the market's up, day trading's good. 
When the market's in the crapper, day trading's good because you're not in it for the long term. You're in and you're out. And the best part about tri-day trading is they already have all the software, the processes and the algorithms to make you money. And if you didn't go to work today and make yourself $1,000, if you got out of bed today hating your boss, if you got out of bed today pissed off you had to go into the office instead of working at home like you used to, TridayTrading.com. If you're just looking for a part-time gig because you want to make that car payment or you're trying to buy a rental property so you can pay that rental property mortgage, there's all kinds of reasons that you would want to add $1,500, $2,000 a week in income. Why wouldn't you want to make four to $8,000 extra a month? TridayTrading.com. For $10, they'll give you a 30-day trial membership. The $10 is a charitable donation, so it's a tax write-off for you. You get their entire program, and at the end of that 30 days, if it's not for you, and by the way, none of our listeners have ever not followed through. Mm-hmm. If Everybody we know that's gone into their 30-day trial membership has continued because it's fantastic. Imagine making two hundred dollars to $300,000 a year working four or five hours a day for yourself in your own business TridayTrading.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, the biggest stories in sports today. I don't I don't think there's any doubt um, that you have to wonder what the Big 12 is thinking here. And I can tell you from sources we spoke to today, the Big 12 is having extensive conversations with everybody in the Pac-12, essentially. And one of the more aggressive programs has been Oregon State. Oregon State is trying to find a way to secure their future in athletics financially and otherwise. They reached out to the Big Ten, I'm told. They reached out to the Big 12. Um, Those conversations have not been fruitful to this point, um, at least that we know of. My sources are telling me that the Big Ten does not uh, value Oregon State as as an expansion candidate. Now, we already know that the Big 12 has had long conversations with Oregon State about joining the conference. But the game has changed in the Big 12 because I think one of the biggest headlines is supposedly a meeting happened last night between Oregon and Washington and the Big 12, separately, not together. But that meeting happened and those conversations are ongoing. The shocking talking point here is the Big 12 now has access to Oregon and Washington and it just took that one giant leap of faith from Colorado to jump ship to the Big 12 from the Pac-12 And one of the more interesting details that I got today about the Pac-12 is what happened on that call yesterday. I was told that there really wasn't much fruit to bear from the phone call that happened yesterday afternoon that we told you about uh, with Pac-12 leadership that included presidents and athletic directors. There really wasn't much there other than a commitment not to be very vocal. One of the big things that the the Pac-12 is focused on right now is controlling the narrative. We told you this week we got chewed out by a communications director in the conference. Um, After a tweet, he asked us to delete a tweet. They're frustrated right now. And one of the things that was very clear last night that came out of that meeting they had is that they're really trying to keep a lid on information and what is actually realistically happening behind the scenes. I think it's no coincidence that today has been a very quiet day in the Pac-12 because that's the only way that they think they can operate and try to find a way to keep moving forward as a conference to have a conference is if they can keep a lid on information and keep things quiet. I, I again, will say it's no coincidence. It's not surprising 
that today there was almost radio silence out of the Pac-12. Yeah. It's a very delicate time, I think, for that conference. But as to what the Big 12 is thinking, I don't think there's any doubt the Big 12 wants at least 14, but sources within the conference that I talked to have told me they would go to 16 if they felt like they could get the right four. I don't think there's any doubt that Brett Yormark values Arizona. I think he really understands the importance of continuing to grow the revenue through basketball. But I also don't think there's any doubt that if Brett Yormark can secure the signature of Oregon and Washington, he is going to do exactly that. And I think if you are Utah right now, you are in a very precarious situation because sources I've spoken to don't see a path for Utah to join the Big Ten. Most people don't see that invite coming. The question is, if Oregon joins the, specifically Oregon, if Oregon joins the, the Big 12, is that the end of the, the road for Utah and the Big 12? I would tell you I think it is because it does not make sense to add Arizona Oregon, Washington, and Utah. Facts. That does not make sense. What is the win? Now, is it a football program? Absolutely. Is it that they bring 1.6 million viewers a game on average? Absolutely. But you have that exact same thing at BYU. If, if Utah were a men's basketball power, I could almost see it. But they haven't been for a very long time. And their football program really is the revenue-generating motor for Utah athletics. Women's sports is a priority in the Big 12. Clearly, it is an overwhelming success at Utah. But the question is, is the value position for the Utah Utes lost in the Big 12 if Oregon and later Washington are added to the conference? Unfortunately for the Utah Utes, I think it is. It doesn't make a lot of sense to add Utah if you had Oregon and Washington. That gives you plenty of room to maneuver, and you already have BYU and Colorado in the mountain region. Jake, I think it's a very, very dangerous time for the Utah Utes. Yeah, and I think the Utah Utes need to find a way to to bolster their value in any way that they can. I mean, obviously what they've done and their their facilities, like they have a resume, no doubt about it, but getting over these hurdles, as he's just described, is going to be difficult any way you slice it. And I think... You know, that's where where I wonder, hey, you know, is this a big learning lesson time for Taylor Randall or Mark Harlan? I mean, I, I, I don't know, like, you know, how loyal can you be to this conference? Because I haven't heard much out of Utah, right? That's kind of my thing right now. Utah's been pretty damn quiet this week. And, and I was kind of hoping they'd do just the opposite. I was kind of hoping that, We'd get a statement on Colorado leaving. I was kind of hoping that that Utah would would you know leak some information or do like do something to to get a narrative going about what you're trying to do because you're just a huge question mark right now. I can tell you that definitively. Nobody knows what exactly the Utah Utes want, and and obviously in the big picture they'll tell you, well, we want what's best for our university. Well, of course, obviously we want that too. But are you willing to set your, you know, affiliation with the Pac-12 aside to get to the Big 12? And it's really unfortunate because I feel like before Colorado joined, you had an opportunity to do that, but you were not in that mindset. You were in the mindset of, oh, we're waiting for the TV deal that's never going to come. We're, we're all united, and, and we're going to serve our student-athletes well. And where did that get you? And that's why I say you're in serious danger here. And I don't think... 
or at least at a minimum, I'm not confident that Utah looks at it that way. I'm not confident that Utah is sitting here today saying, wow, we're in serious danger of having having to consider the Mountain West. Yeah, it is is a shocking, shocking, I, I don't know, thought process. It is a shocking end if Utah doesn't end up in the Big 12. Yeah. Because I, I, and sure, you want to sit here and say that I overvalue Utah? Please do. Because I do. But that's a hell of an institution. They make money in academics. They're very good in academic. They're a research institution. Mm-hmm. They're an excellent, excellent athletic department with one of the top a- athletic administrators and Mark Harlan in the entire country. Yeah. A guy who I think should be the commissioner of the Big tw- uh, the Pac-12. I just think that Utah's incredibly valuable, but through the the arrogance and the the I, I don't even know how you the the impotence of this conference, the Pac-12, the pure irresponsible behavior from leadership. Yeah. The incompetence the derelict in duty leadership of the Pac-12. Nobody understands the force that is Utah. And I think I think there is a real risk if Oregon joins the Big 12 that it's over for Utah. Because I, I, I don't see the need for three mountain conference or mountain teams in the conference. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it doesn't help you recruiting. It does not help you. I, I mean, you own the region. Yeah. It's much like Texas. The Big 12 owns Texas. Well, it goes back to the old sales thing, right? You got to have a need. Right? There's got to be a value position. Yeah. And, or the Big 12 has to have a need, and Utah needs to be able to fill that need with their value. The problem is Colorado already filled that need. And Oregon would more than fill that need. And I, and I think, you know, again, and this pisses off Utah fan, Pro, uh, Provo, BYU, is a unique opportunity. I don't look at BYU and say, oh, yeah, they're just another team in the region, right? They're, they're, a, very, they're, they're a team that's got their little hub, their yes. little circle yep. of existence, and that's it. Provo is not Salt Lake City, right? Provo is not Boulder, right? It doesn't, it's, it's three different worlds. And so the idea that the Big 12 would add Utah because – just on face value is is silly. They wouldn't they wouldn't do that. Like it just doesn't make sense. But I also think the idea they wouldn't add Utah because BYU there is not correct. Mm-hmm. I think if if they don't get Oregon, I think you add Utah. You need the football dominance. At that point, you need the football dominance because let's not forget Colorado. And I know it's prime, and we get it. It's Louie. They haven't won a game under Dion yet. You need the football threat that Utah provides. Yes. But if you're getting that from Oregon and you've already got BYU and Colorado in the conference, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. I understand why you would add Washington. You want to, you want Seattle and you want to dominate the Northwest. So Oregon and Washington together in the big 12, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. But if you're Utah, man, you're in a real perilous position now. And I, I, I don't even fault Utah for their allegiance to this conference, the Pac-12. I don't. But now I think you have to really be concerned about survival. And if you if you wind up getting banged down in the Mountain West, I mean, you're not going to make $4 million a year. That's going to be a far more significant TV contract, especially if the Big 12 only takes 16. Mm-hmm. 
right? If you take Oregon, Washington, um, and Arizona to go with Colorado, okay, you're at 16, everything's great. Yeah. And you've still got Utah, Oregon State, Washington State. Like you still have, you still have Arizona State. Like you still have the nuts for a good TV contract. Now that TV contract is probably ten or twelve million dollars a year. Yeah, which is not great. It's not great, and it is it is not a it's not a great outcome, frankly. And I don't know. Gloria Navarez has some deep, long lasting relationships in the WCC. Maybe you can steal St. Mary's and in, in Gonzaga. I don't know. Yeah, to get yourself cut. If you're, I mean, if you're under $20 million in this game, you just can't survive. Yeah. There, there is no, you, you are existing. You are not I mean, thriving. The idea that the PAC 12 is even in connection to 15 million a year is insane. Yeah. Logan gives us $5 to say, seeing Utah fans acting like they're too good to be in the big 12. Okay, cool. Enjoy your dying conference. I, I think there is a certain sect of Utah fan. It was pretty remarkable today. Some of the loudest, most assholish Utah fans that I've known for a decade coming back and saying, hey, man, I'm really sorry I said that. Hey, dude, I'm sorry about that. Hey, man, you were right. Hey, you nailed this one. Like, I never thought that would happen. Well, and I, because I think Utah fans see the, the writing on the wall here. I, I do. Larry Keith gives us $5 hearing Arizona, the Big 12 picked up lots of steam today. Any news you are hearing? I think Brett Yormark values Arizona significantly. Yeah. He has a really good relationship with Bobby Robbins. I know they have had long, winding conversations. By the way, again, an Arizona source told me that Bobby Robbins is in London. So, or I guess he's in, in, in England. He was in London. He is in England now. So somewhere else outside of London in England. So I'm not surprised that we haven't heard much. I, I am... I am of the mind that there is no doubt in my mind that they're going to add Arizona. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't have any doubt about it. Sparsh gives us two bucks to say, second, how do I get that Amazon gift card I won? You're supposed to DM Jake. Hey, you got to DM me, bro. DM Jake, SLC Jake, on uh, Twitter or Instagram. You still haven't done that. Nope. No, you got to DM Jake uh, on Twitter or Instagram, SLC Jake. Yes, Sparsh won a uh, $100 Amazon gift card. So we'll absolutely, we, we absolutely will take care of you on that. I thought you had done, I don't know. I never heard about it again. Uh, Dabo Sweeney gives us $2 to say SMU 1947 national champs. Doak Walker represent. Yeah, Doak. Pony Express, bitches. Yeah. I just, and I know I get a lot of heat from SMU fans on this. I get it. I get it. You're small, but mighty. With all due respect. You're, and if I hear one more SMU fan say, we've got all this money, what what good is that money? If you had been undefeated and dominating the AAC, I'd be like, dude, that money's making bread, man. You're are all, people miring? You're, I mean, you're driving SRTs. Who do you think you are, Georgia? Yeah, no, you're not Georgia. You're second team all SRT at this point. Right? Like, I mean, if that were you, I'd be like, dude, yeah, Pac-12, it's yours. Uh, but it's not. You haven't even been relevant. Pack 10. And I, with all due respect to SMU, Craig James ain't walking through that door anytime soon. Eric's Dickerson is not walking through that door anytime soon. Yeah. Eric's Dick. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I'll move on. Expedition Greg gives us $2. That wasn't funny at all. Stay hard. Not at all. Not even. Nah. Do you think UConn will go to the Big 12? Uh, I don't. 
Not if they get, it depends on what they get from the Pac-12. If they, if they find it hard to draw three more members of the Pac-12, you're going to add UConn. Yeah, it's dude, it's a packing order. It's totem yeah. pole, right? I mean, if they can't get the, the bigger brands, then they'll they'll go with UConn. But if they do, then, you know. Yep. Uh, G. Thomas Holland says, Ohio State doesn't want Oregon. They want easy wins, deep, uh, uh, big brands like Cal or Stanford. Well, I think the educational piece is a, is a big, big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. There's no doubt about that in the Big Ten, without question. But I don't have any doubt in my mind that if the Big Ten thought they could get those four schools, if they thought they could get the northern branch of the Big uh, or the Pac-12, they'd do it today. Yeah. I, I think they would. San Diego State Aztec Warrior gives us $10. If the Pac-9 implodes, where do you see San Diego State ending up when the dust settles? Will J.D. and Adela forever be scarf, scarfing fish tacos and complaining about being stuck in the Mountain Worst? <laughs> <laughs> I think this cycle, San Diego State screwed themselves into the ground. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think Brett Yormark does not want to add San Diego State. Would he? Sure. But if he can get Arizona, and this brings back the Arizona State question, I mean, is Arizona and Arizona State tied at the hip? They'd be stupid not to be. Agreed. I mean, they are a powerful tandem and together. Maybe, and maybe that's Utah's entry, right? If Arizona State's going, you have an odd number, then Utah can, can jump on the bandwagon. If, if, I were the, if I were the Big 12, I'd be trying to get to 18. Wow. 16, 18, 14's stupid. 18's the cap. 14 is stupid. I mean, there's just no reason to – why wouldn't you add three more teams from the Pac-12? Yeah. Just waiting there. They're, sitting there. they're sitting there waiting for you. You'd be stupid not to do that. Get it you, done. You would be stupid not to learn from the failings of the Pac-12. Yeah. Put a bullet in the base of their skull and end it. It's over. It's over. Done. Call the Godfather. Send Carlo. It's over. It's, o- it, 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 it's over. Yeah. Uh, J-Top. Gives us two dollars. If the Big Twelve shouldn't go past sixteen, why should the Big, the Big Ten? Because the it's all about what's the game. What what's the why? What's your why to go past sixteen? If you are the Big Ten, you need somebody to work with USC and UCLA. That's going to happen. Yeah, that's frankly, San Diego State. Their best value is their proximity to Los Angeles on a number of different levels. One of them is as a travel partner, no doubt about it. But do you guys see the Big Ten adding Fresno State? No. You would add Oregon and Washington, Stanford and Cal, USC and UCLA. There's tremendous value there. Yes. Those are all desirable TV markets. Those are all big-time revenue generators. That's why you would go past 16. And we haven't even talked about the academia. No. You would, you would absolutely do that. If the Big 12 gets to 16 teams, will they have two divisions? Cougar Track says. I, that's an interesting question. That depends how many teams Yeah, they have in the Pac-12. Depends. That's an interesting question. Because the mountain region is easy travel. I mean, Rick George flat out said that in his statement. Yep. 
Uh, Justin Games says, hello from Kilmichael, Mississippi. Oh, Kilmichael. What's up in the sip? He says, hail. Oh, ooh, hail state. Yeah. Mm, No. Mm. Mm. Lane train. Mm. Uh, No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, Kurt Peters, see you. UT gone. Cool. We coming home. We coming. We coming. And it's Louie. I still think that's one of the best, most gangster speeches I've ever heard. Uh, $5 from Jam on My Jelly Roll. Yeah, Jam on My Jelly Roll. Monty, do they have truck stops in Boulder? No. Oddly, they took them all out last week. Who knew? And there's nothing you can do to me to make me do it. No, I'm not leaving. Have a great weekend. My fat ass is melting 104 degrees in Abilene, Kansas. screw that, bro. Dude, no, I'm not doing that. You're out of your freaking mind. It's supposed to get much cooler. Allegedly. Next week. Hey, my guy Marlon Shaw gives us $10. I have heard that Arizona gave until first game to get the deal. Do you think that is real or just fluff? And we will hear before then. I think that's fluff. I think I heard again today that the Big 12 doesn't want to double dip. They don't want to be like, okay, we got Colorado. Mm -hmm. Okay, then we got Arizona. And then we they want one more move. Yeah. They want one more move. And I think that's why you're hearing this 14 thing from Heather Dinich. I think that's exactly because it, it, and I agree with that. It makes sense. Yeah. Do you want to join us or not? Oh, you don't? Okay, suck it. We'll see you later. Yeah. That's, Boom. Out of here. that's what it is. Because the Big 12 now is dictating terms. Yeah. The Big 12 is in a very small window where they get to do what they want to do. These teams in the Pac 12 have to do what they have to do yes they don't get to do what they want to do yes there are very few teams in this conference that can write their own ticket very few uh marlin gives us 10 more you stud uh what about a potential new conference with the best pack mountain west aac i i I could absolutely see that i could absolutely see that smu gets its way then right but i don't know man i are you a power five conference at that point I don't think you I are. No, dude. That's a lot of little teams, man. That's a lot of non. And you're spread out. Yeah. The thing about a a Pac-12 Mountain West merger is, you have you have proximity. You can save money. You can make money. You can sell that. You have a really good commissioner, yeah. and Gloria Navarez. Like you have, you have a track record. Yeah. Right. But I don't feel like Utah and SMU belong in the same conference. No. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't feel right to me. Maury Alvarez, my favorite Floridian. I need to give uh, Dathan one of the amazing Monty Maniacs that was so generous in donating to my classroom library fund. He is awesome. Nice. Let's go, Dathan. Appreciate you. Uh, Chris Kohler. Why would uh, Lean George add to Lane Lion George? Excuse me, Lion George. Is because, that yeah? Is that like lying, like not being honest? Is that what he's saying, or or like what do we? Lion Ted Cruz. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, Tulane's fantastic. Uh, I again, and I know I'm just little old money over little here. Money over here. Uh, Tulane academically is. Fabulous. Tulane's football program, fabulous. Facilities on the rise. Teal is a beautiful bro, bro. color. <laughs> Nolens has some awesome crawfish. Crowd ads. Yeah. I. It's a great market. Pac-12 presidents haven't wanted to go past Texas. Well, 
They might want to rethink that. Yeah, I don't know why they did not step on the Big 12 when they had a chance. Thomas Walsh gives us $10. Thank you, sir. Steven Schmidt. Per John Kurtz podcast, six-pack 12 conference to merge with Mountain West Conference to form Broke Pack Mountain Conference. Get See, Broke Pack. See, but you're, you're a day late you're, on you're that. You're days you're, late you're, on you're, that. Yeah, dude. Tom Walsh gives us 10 more. Thank you. Chris Kohler gives us a two more. Thank you. And Donuts gives us five more. Thanks for the prestigious Monty Show post pick of the day yesterday. Please pay it forward. Thanks again. You, you know that. Appreciate you. OG Gary for two bucks. Come on, uh, common money. Utah is, an, is SEC country. Listen. Hey, money. Utah is SEC country. The dynasty is not over. Kyle Whittingham is a better man than you. Nick Saban is a better man than you are. <laughs> Salty drunk, my dude. What's up? Good What's to up, see brother? you. Outlaw of college football. Utah, for all their snootiness and pompous remarks towards the Big 12 and BYU is about to be left out if not careful, dude. I, and admittedly, admittedly, and I'm here for it, the, the absolute... Um, you know, justice being served as far as Utah is concerned is incredible. I, I mean, I don't know that we ever saw this coming for the Utah Utes. And certainly that's why I think you're getting all these apologies. That's why I think that, you know, Utah fans having to backtrack quite a bit and be like, oh man, we're in a vulnerable position. Little brother down south in Provo's got us beat because they do. Like at some point, you're you're gonna have to dial back the pride and the in your faceness, if you will, uh, with Utah fan. And I and and again, next week's gonna be very exciting. You know, we this this week's been incredible. You guys have been super plugged in on the conversation, but next week I think you're going to see is going to be one of the most historic weeks in college football, in my opinion, because you very well could get announcements from these schools. We could get closure next week. I don't know. I don't know for a fact that it's going to happen, but honestly, yeah. like if you're Brett Yormark, how are you not spending the weekend and spending these next four to five days organizing and getting everyone on the same page? I don't know. It makes too much sense. Yeah, it, it makes too much sense. This stuff. And I'll just take you back to the timeline on Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. It was a week ago that all of this began moving because they got on that Thursday call where there was supposed to be a TV deal presented. That didn't happen. Pac-12 football media day was last Friday. Rick George stormed out, didn't listen to Klyavkov's speech, didn't talk to the media, and the wheels were in motion. Crack everything up. We're out of here. Yeah, the reader moves yesterday i think again pick your favorite school watch their board of regents meetings that's what i would tell you yeah because that's the best way we can all sit here and and i i will say though who's been nails on this on this show washington state our sources at washington state have been rock solid on this because this Kurt Schultz thing, and I don't know how many people have thought through this. Kurt Schultz is the, the chairman of the Pac-12 Board of Directors. Yeah. And he's the one that a lot of people say just talks too much and talks to every reporter off the record. And it's why you hear so many of these reporters parroting the words of the Pac-12, whether it's Heather Dinich at ESPN last week or, you know, 
the the radio wizard of the Northwest. Like <coughs> Kurt Schultz is telling people what he needs them to say. And then those people get burned and what happens? They get pissed. And it 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 really hurts the conference. Yeah. That's bad leadership. And everybody keeps saying, well, it's a schedule and they're rotating through the presidents. Who cares? Make a better schedule. Because Bobby Robbins, with all due respect to Bobby Robbins, he's a good dude, shouldn't be on the board of directors. Because you know Arizona's out as soon as he gets back. But all due respect. You know that and I know that. And by the way, they do have phones in Europe. That's right, T. Just so you know. Kind of an incredible concept. I'm telling you, Kirk Schultz is a terrible leader in my opinion. Kirk Schultz is a problem in that conference, in my opinion. And you're seeing the result of bad leadership and this massive leadership vacuum has Colorado in the Big 12. And I think three more teams are going to join him. I think three more teams are going to join him. And by the way, the other thing about Utah real quick, if Utah does join him, what does that say about all this loyalty? What does that say about every all the goodness that you have had from Mark Harlan and Taylor Randall, the president? Yeah. Mark Harlan, the AD at Utah, and Taylor Randall, the president at Utah. Mm-hmm. They have nobody has supported this conference the way those two have. Nobody has worked harder behind the scenes to unify the presidents and athletic directors of the Pac 12 like Mark Harlan and Taylor Randall. Nobody. Nobody has believed, supported, and facilitated for George Klyovkov the way those two guys have. Because this, in my opinion, could have gone south a long time ago without yes. Taylor Randall and Mark Harlan. 100%. They, there's, there's, just no, there's just no doubt about that. Yeah. And I, I think when you look at the way that Utah has supported this conference, dude, I'm telling you right now it's been a huge mistake in my opinion, the way that they have unanimously, roundly, always, without fail, supported this conference. I think that was a poor, poor marketing position to take. And now you're paying the penalty for that. Damn right. And if they don't end up in the Big 12, Utah, it's it's shit like, hey, we're not leaving. That's going to come back to get you, Mark. Yeah, it is. And... Give me a break. It's going to come back to get you. And it's cool you apologized, right? It's cool you apologized to Dennis Todd for this. Because he did. But ultimately, it's on Twitter or X, and you are not getting away from it. And again, we get a lot of heat from people in the media, in the conference, in everywhere for going after people. I'm not going after Mark We're not going after anybody. I'm not going after you. I'm holding you accountable to what you did on Twitter, right? You you cannot just go on Twitter and run your mouth and think that nothing's going to happen. That's not how this game works. That's not how this world works. That's not how the business of college football works. So, again, I should never see an AD, especially one with the ability and skill set of Mark Harlan, doing things like this. It, it is unacceptable. And Mark Harlan is... An amazing administrator. He is a really good athletic director. Yes. He's a really good leader. Well, there's a reason they extended him. But the loyalty to this conference, man, 
And I hope they leave. But if they leave, I think it will be a shocking indictment on the the state of affairs in this conference. It'd be a shocking indictment. And I, I agree with what you've been saying this whole week. One more team. That's all it's going to take. Yeah. If anybody else leaves, this conference is dead in the water. It's over. Yeah. It's over. There's nothing to talk about. It'd be, dude, it'd be... It'd be like getting a strike while bowling. Getting knocked around in an accident is awful. That's why you need someone to look out for you. Call the advocates for your free consultation, and we'll keep you from getting knocked around. Yes. Don't get knocked around. Call the advocates. Bowling. It's it's bowling, and, and, and it's a strike, and it's getting knocked around. I mean, come on, dude. Give my guys some credit here, dude. The Advocates, the best injury attorneys in the business, no matter where you are, get to theadvocates.com. You know, at the Advocates, you never pay them out of pocket. So there's no consultation fees or big retainers. At the Advocates, you can chat with an injury attorney live online right now, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 for free. You never pay a penny to get the best legal advice. And so many people ask me about workman's comp. And do they end a workman's comp? Absolutely. There's not a workman's comp scenario that the advocates have not experienced, worked on, and succeeded through with their clients. If you've been injured at work, please, you have nothing to lose. And I understand everybody always says, well, my boss said he's going to take care of me and I'm never going to lose my job and I'm not going to miss. Okay, that's cool. I believe you. But it's free to talk to an a, a, an injury attorney that's an expert in workman's comp. And if you don't need more representation, great. But what if you do? That's the biggest question. Do what's right for you and your family. Get to theadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney live online for free today. Today. Thank you guys, by the way. Um, you guys have really supported the show. Um, yesterday was the, I think was a top five show we've ever done. Yeah. Um, so I really appreciate all of, all of you guys that, that have supported the show. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, it is always great to interact with you guys. So many of you have sent me messages the last two days. My DMS have been wild. Yeah. So if I haven't gotten back to you, I apologize. Uh, L, uh, James, uh, James L for $2 in the last 10 years. SMU have won zero of three bowl games, but they've got all this money. And dude, they have a really big collective and, and radio clown face up in the Northwest said that they're going to pay $70 million to be an entry fee into the pet, 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 right, well, well, 10, but now nine, you know, $70 million to get. And pardon me. Uh, uh it, it, um, um uh, uh How'd that work out? I, like that got close the curtain, wizard. Like it's ridiculous. Embarrassing. It's ridiculous. Uh, Al Bats gives us ten dollars to say if Utah would join the Big Twelve, they would be ranked five of fourteen behind Baylor, TCU, Colorado, BYU, according to USN rankings. They are not smarter than us truckers. They're a phenomenal institution. Yeah, they they are a value add, no yeah. doubt about it. From an education purpose. Their research, their medical, their business—that like there is the Huntsman Cancer Center, the their U Health Network. But there is no doubt the academic, the academics, and the research and the 
everything that they do, their endowments, their donors, their boosters, there's not much not to like about Utah. Yeah. Their Twitter fans, dude, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I I, I am 100% with you on that. Boss Frog, what's up, my guy? Gives us $10. Someone give your mark a history lesson since he's now – uh, since he's new to the business, the Pac-12 at OU in Texas knocking on the door, asking to join the conference in 2010. Please don't make the same mistake with Oregon and Washington. Amen to that. Darren Jackson, 18 teams max in the Big 12, AZ, Utah, Oregon, Washington, and UConn. I think you can scratch UConn and add ASU. I just think that you have to subsidize UConn football. Yeah, I don't know why you would add UConn when you can add a P5 football and basketball school i can't believe that arizona and arizona state move without each other doesn't make a lot of sense and that's what i'm saying like you, you notice that it's real quiet today as far as the pac-12 and all this is concerned I, I really genuinely believe that they're organizing that brett yormark is having conversations yes. with everyone getting everyone on the same page again they're not going to add twice no they're not, they're not going to be like all right cool hey uh Colorado jumped into our conference, so there's going to be one more wave. And, and I know technically that's two, but but when, when Brett said, hey, we don't want to double dip, essentially what he means is, hey, that second wave, that big chunk, we're not going to do that step twice. We're not going to double dip in that sense. And so that's why I say if you think about it, if he's going to, if he's going to go out and add, really consider this. I Think about this. If you're going to add Oregon, Washington, Utah, Arizona and ASU, that's a massive power play. That doesn't happen overnight. You, no. you probably need, you know, again, the last year, because I'm the guy who tells you they've been talking for a long time, but you probably need at least a week here to organize that level of move. Well, and you have a process that has to take place in, in the conference, because, again, I would remind you, nobody in the Pac-12 knew Colorado was leaving. So it's not like they've all been lining their ducks up in a row yeah they didn't know so i i think there's a process there's a process eclectic cowboy for ten dollars says big uh 10 has no pro rata clause other than notre dame but as we've reported for months the big 10 went to fox cbs and nbc and said here's what we would like to do with these four schools in the pac-12 oregon washington stanford and cal because of the way the, the Big Ten TV contract, the new one, is structured, yeah. Fox has big noon kickoff with the Big Ten. And then they have, I think, a game with the Big 12. So they, don't, are, they are not impacted by West Coast football. So CBS and NBC would be the ones to pick up the freight. But as it was explained to me yesterday... That conversation was with all three of them. They all agreed to, to pay for it. And this is Fox, by the way, who's also said, hey, yeah, if the, if the Big 12 expands, we will absolutely add value to the contract in the Big 12. So it's simply a matter, and I agree with you, I think now it's simply a matter of, hey, how are we going to structure this deal? Who's now it's time to really start scratching bigger checks. Who's in and who's out? I think those are the things that are being worked on. Brett Yormark knows what Fox and ESPN are willing to do. Mm -hmm. ESPN, and a lot of people don't want to embrace this, but it is what it is, my dudes. 
ESPN is brokering a lot of this. Whether you want to buy into that or not, the fact is, pick your poison isn't moving without talking to ESPN. Yeah. The Big 12 is not expanding without talking to ESPN. Um, BYU isn't getting into the Big 12 without ESPN getting involved. Yep. So ESPN, and really to a lesser extent, but certainly involved is Fox, because those are your TV media rights partners. There's no question about that. So it, it and it's also, and Gloria Navarez as much as said this on our show, Yeah. when you expand, you open your TV contract again, because you're no longer 10 teams, you're no longer 12 teams, now you're 13 teams. Do you really think the Big 12 didn't tell ESPN and Fox that Colorado was coming? Of course they did. ESPN is paving roads to make this stuff happen. It's better for them, in my opinion, and we've talked about this at length on the show. You can go back and watch it on the channel. Yeah, It's better for ESPN if the Pac-12 dies because the Pac-12 isn't going to be on ESPN, in my opinion. The Pac-12... Didn't want to work with ESPN when ESPN suggested very strongly with Fox, hey, you guys should call the the Big 12. You need to get a call together. Let's merge. Yeah. And the Pac-12 said, no thanks, I'm out. And the Big 12 was like, okay. And so what immediately happened? All of a sudden, there was a new TV deal for the Big 12. Not that they're actively working to kill the Pac-12, but ESPN specifically has done nothing to support and, and help push up and hang on Schemers to the Schemers trying to control their little worlds. Exactly what it is. ESPN is in the driver's seat here. And if they want Arizona State, I guarantee you Jimmy Pitaro or one of his lieutenants has already been on the phone with Michael Crow. Yeah. With Bobby Robbins. I mean, it, it's as simple as I can make it. Yeah. Does ESPN want want Anna Marie Cosse in Washington to go to the Big Ten or to the Big 12? My guess is they'd rather have the eyeballs in in the, the Seattle market on ABC and ESPN. So yeah. do you think Jimmy Pitaro and his, his, his merry men, you think they've made that phone call? I'm going to say they have. I'm going to say they have. Do you think Oregon moves without Phil Knight talking to Jimmy Pitaro? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's not the way college football works. And I, I, I don't know why people fight that notion. ESPN, and I know you hate them there. Oh, the liberals, they talk about po- whatever it is you hate about them. Yeah. They make the world in sports go round. Trust me when I say that. They make the world of sports go round. It's true, man. It's true as it can be. Yeah, no doubt about it. WR gives us $5. Coach Cox. Coach Cox. Well, I mean, can I just ask, what kind of name is that, dude? Coach Cox. It's cock. Do yeah, you, like, do you actually on. coach Cox? Holden Middick. We should probably grow up. Um, <laughs> the 12s, I can't believe it's not butter, may not be Big's fancy stuff, but it still makes the toast taste damn good. Okay, see, you've redeemed yourself because that is a grade A MFing comment. Stay hard. Dude, that is outstanding. Nice job, Cox. By the way, by the way, I love I can't believe it's not butter. Just want to point that out. Is that the butter spray? We yes. Use? Oh. It's outstanding. 
I love that butter spray. Mm-mm-mm. I don't eat much bread anymore, but whatever. MJ Bissett, SMU fans. Does 100 warrant using ands? Oh, my God. SMU fan. Legend in their own overpriced two-cent head. SMU can't keep a good coach for more than four years. Rooting for the P8 to find better replacements. Go mean green. Back 10. Jesus. Damn. Y'all some savages out here today. MJ coming in hot. Uh, woo, did you hear that? Yeah, a little mm. bit. A little bit. <clears throat> I fought it a little bit this week. Yeah, you have. <clears throat> I, I have soldiered on. Right. Yes, you have. Mrs. Monty and I are 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 going to uh, Super Chicks for dinner. God, it sounds so good. I'm I'm getting me a deluxe chicken sandwich tonight. Yeah, going up to see my boys in Ogden on Riverdale Road. I'm telling you, if you haven't been to a Super Chicks, it's so good. Deluxe chicken sandwich. Get the ranch dressing because I only I I only half kid. I'm sure they hate when I say this, but dude, it's. They mix pure cut Colombian cocaine. Yeah, dude. Into their ranch dressing. It's the only way you can Best. explain how addicting it is. By the way, uh, what's the sub count looking like right now? Where where are we no at on clue. subs? Have we have we are we even close to twenty one thousand? We are or? not. We are not. I mean, what what do we what do we got here? Uh, we are at uh, twenty thousand five two two. Okay, we're halfway there. So there's, we still have not given away a PS5 yeah, this week. There's 1,500 of you watching right now. You can't tell me that that 500 of you can't sub. You yeah, can do and it. we're only at three. We've had 7,000 views on the show, and we're only at 300 Dude, likes. hit the like button at least. What if are we doing? Sub, if a PS5 doesn't get you to sub, hit the like button, please. Yeah, again, we have an hour and 10 minutes. Come on. If we get to 21,000 subscribers in the next hour and 10 minutes... Which is only 478. If we get to 21,000 subs in the next hour and 10 minutes, I'll give away a PlayStation 5 on the show. We. We. Thank you. But you guys, there's 1,418 or 1,513 of you watching the showroom. Yeah. Please get us to 1,000 likes. That would be amazing. If you have not, please consider hitting the like button. Uh, Hero 75. Quiet schools are schools planning to do something. Any word from Cal and Stanford? No one is really talking about them. Nope. Not a word. Nothing. Not a word. Nada. Tom Osborne for $2. Mark Harlan, F around and find out. Dude, you're not and even how. playing, bro. It's true. And how? I don't I I don't I don't disagree with that at all. I think that's exactly right. I mean, you you can only trifle for so long. You can only trifle for so long. Yeah. And look at that. 20 new subscribers. Appreciate y'all. Let's go. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Um, Let's see. A couple more. uh, Let's see. Darren Taylor. Monty, if you ask around USC and UCLA are not asking for travel partners. I don't believe that they're asking. But do you want to go to... um, you want to go to Maryland? Um, do you want to go to East Lansing <coughs> instead of Eugene or Seattle or San Diego or San Diego? I mean, it, it, at some point it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. If you're a gymnastics team, isn't USC gymnastics on the road for 10 days at a time? 
<laughs> for real. Isn't USC golf on the road for 10 days at a time? Those are the ones you're talking about. It's not football. It's not football. You're hopping a flight. You're gone for three days. It's not basketball. They routinely go on week-long road trips. Yeah. It's softball. It's gymnastics, tennis, golf, knitting, the chess team. The non-revenue-generating sports. Those are the ones that suffer, you guys. So I, I don't... Are they asking? I don't know. I've never, I've never had it put to me that way. I've never had it put to me that way. Big, bad brass balls. Now, that was a fantastic advocates transition. I don't think I've ever seen such a masterful use of bowling, bowling lingo used to perfection. Yeah, dude. Perfection. Absolutely fa- fantastic. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is. I mean, it's what my guy does over here, dude. Come on. Pimps I mean, I wake pimp. up in the morning, I piss excellence. You know. You know. Zegret uh, Dane. Whoa. My motherfucker. Good to see you. $5. Utah. Swallow the pride and restore the holy war. Greatest rivalry in college football. I mean, you're not wrong. Dude, I, I miss it God every bless. single year. And it's going to be more and more difficult to schedule it. Yep. And it should be played every year, and it should have a conference championship implication to it. I, I'm just saying. Yep. Uh, Steve Barnes for 20 bucks. What's up, Steve? It kind of makes sense that Utah stayed in the foxhole for the Pac-12. They probably felt lucky to be there in the first place and had to go to meetings with UCLA and Cal. Well, you're not wrong. Dude, it, 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 I don't know. Do they still have, are they still like, man, you guys rescued us from the Mountain West. We're going to stick it out. Are they Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Probably not. But I know, I know what you mean. Kay Stater in the ABQ. How's Albuquerque today? UConn is the one university which market could supersede poor football. What market do they deliver? Yeah, what I'm trying to understand. Now, does the UConn basketball, women and men's, does their revenue supersede the football shortfall? Because, again, I, I tell you, if you don't know, the biggest issue at UConn is their football stadium is in Hartford. And actually, I think it's technically somebody corrected me the other day on Twitter. And I want to say Kelly on Twitter, a, a, Kelly. a woman. Kelly on Twitter corrected me the other day and said, if you could stop saying that it's in Hartford, East Hartford and Hartford are different. Gonzaga. Okay. UConn's football stadium is in East Hartford. Hartford, Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Boston. Who cares? Your mom. It's not on campus, dude. It's twenty minute. It's a twenty minute drive. And it it, it they they just they don't win. No. And it and the fan base doesn't show up. They don't have a great student section. There's no brand. There's no atmosphere. To UConn football. Does the revenue of the basketball department, men's and women's, offset that? Probably not. Yeah. Because UConn's never going to the big the uh, college football playoff. They're never going. You put them in the conference, and what is it at least seven years? Inside of the new upcoming TV contract, does UConn ever make a push for the college football playoff? No. Do they ever finish in the top 10? No. 
They'll never contend to win the Big 12. They'll never finish in the top half of the Big 12. And by the way, how do you bring UConn to Stillwater, to Lubbock, to Houston, to Tarrant County? Please. How do you bring them to TCU? How do you bring them to Boulder and expect them to win consistently? You're right, you don't. You don't. They're there for basketball. That's it. That's it. Football can improve with addition of millions. They can compete with Rutgers in BC. Albuquerque is a destination for New Mexico green chili. We don't disagree. We don't disagree at all. Coach Cox. I felt like I had to stick up for the family name. I'm a high school coach in Texas. Cox is my last name. Hiscock. So do you guys own the cable company? or no, Hiscock. I'm being a jerk. I know, reset. Coach, I'm being a jerk. <laughs> I'm a child. So, so in the Cox defense, are you guys a four-three or a three-four or what? What, what kind are of we scheme talking, are we running? Are we talking inches or feet? I'm not sure. I'm trying. That's what I'm asking. I'm trying to understand. Stay hard. I dated a girl with the last name Cox in high school for like 12 minutes. Well, it was more like 12 seconds is all it took. But anyway, too bad. It's a haze. Uh, my point is, <laughs> I did. I did. Tiffany Cox, good, nice girl, too. Really nice girl. Salty drunk. Any chance of throwing me an NBA bone, guys? Talk to Coach Cox. <laughs> uh, I'm a child. Hey. Did you see the NBA sent out a memo today? Telling all 30 teams that Damian Lillard only wants to play for the Miami Heat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. You can't make that up. Bro, dude, this guy is not LeBron James. Okay, I love you, Dame. You're Why? not LeBron James. Why? You are not Kevin Durant. Come on, you guys. Hit the like button. Jesus. Let's get you 1,000 likes in the next hour. I mean, I understand the balls on Damian Lillard, but my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Janine Britannica. So wait a minute. Do they still print? Do you guys at Britannica still print those encyclopedias? See, Cox, we're not only that. You're not the only one. I'm a child. ASU has been a mess with, uh, with, has been a mess, and with malfeasance and mismanagement aside from what ESPN wants, if the 12 gets Arizona, what real value is Arizona State? Can you argue Arizona State's athletic department and brand greater than UConn? Oh, yes. certainly. Certainly. Yes. Yes. Certainly. Now, as somebody who wrote the best encyclopedias ever, I would expect you to know <laughs> that Arizona State has some football tradition. The issue has been that Arizona State has been massively mismanaged. Their athletic director is a gentleman named Ray Anderson. He went on a podcast and said that we understand we're a top 15 program. Meaning we usually don't, like we're number 15. Yeah, man, contract, you finish 15th in the country, lifetime contract. Oh, what statues. are you talking about, man? Pat Tillman, Herm Edwards, statues. Right? That's who their athletic director is. He quite literally said, we get it, we're a top 15 athletic department. He congratulated Bobby Hurley 
for flipping his entire basketball roster two years in a row through the transfer portal. That's who that dude is. They have beautiful facilities. Their football stadium's essentially brand new. But I would agree with you that they don't win at the highest level. But they deliver Phoenix. Yeah. And Arizona does not. They, in my opinion, the Arizona State brand is very, very... Having lived there for way too many years, and it's a dry heat, and it doesn't fucking matter because it's still really hot. (laughs) If one more person says to me, well, dude, isn't Arizona a dry heat? (laughs) Yes. Yes, and it's still really hot. It still feels like I'm a baking cookie stepping outside. Yeah, the friction in my butt crack's amazing. You're out of your freaking mind. But yes, I can. Uh, I, I think I can make an argument. Now, the problem is UConn's had massive basketball success. But if you look at the history of Arizona State football, there is some there. I just. Frank Cush, like, there is some success. Dude, there. The reality, though, is football trumps basketball. Yes, it does. So, so the issue is, is that UConn's football stadium is a problem. There's no getting around it. Yeah, I and, agree. And, and, Ultimately, you'd rather have a a, a a half-ass, poorly run football program that has money-making ability, and then they have some basketball capability, than a dynamite basketball program with a with a non-existent football program in a football stadium twenty miles away that nobody goes to. Totally agree. It's just the reality. But it. But here's my argument for fucking Air, or Oregon State. Precisely. Precisely. Oregon State beat Oregon in a half-built Reeser Stadium, dude. Have you been to Reeser Stadium? Well, of course you haven't because it's Corvallis and nobody survives Corvallis. Yeah. Like, we understand Bigfoot's in the forest. We get it. Corvallis is an awesome college town. Doesn't bring you much viewership. But you want to win games? Good luck because that's a 10-win team this year. Yeah. Now, will they get in the Big 12? I don't think so. Will they get in the Big 10? Certainly not. Will UConn get in the Big 12? I think there's a real good chance that happens. Yeah. But only if Arizona, Colorado, Oregon, and Washington don't happen. Yeah. And then if those th- those four aren't the group, uh, if Utah doesn't want in, I, then I think you get UConn. I can't even, I can't even fathom that concept. Utah doesn't want in. Well, that would be incredible. I still don't have any idea what's going on with it. I can't believe Oregon is. I can't believe Oregon's an option for the Big 12. What is the Big 10 doing? I don't know. What I is the know. Big that, 10 that's doing? What I'm you notice I how don't quiet know. it is? You notice how, how, how the, we're not getting a lot of news? There's not much happening. Yep. Dude, I'm telling you, next week will be a barn burner. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, let's see. Coach Cox. I haven't had this much blowback since high school. You guys are going to need to Venmo me for my therapy session. Just call the advocates, dude. <laughs> dude, coach, <laughs> again, I am a child. I am, I am even, even at this fat-ass stage in my life, I am a child in my soul, sir. Facts. Facts. Fat. Okay. I feel better. Uh, Willie Wilson. It feels like a convection oven in Yuma. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's a dry heat. Yeah, it's a wet heat in Tarrant County. I'd rather have Phoenix yes. than Tarrant County 
it's still hot in Phoenix. <laughs> really hot in Phoenix. Outside the echo chamber. USC no go with Oregon. I totally disagree. Why? Why? Well, I mean, what's your logic on USC's a no go? Because they're like, they're on. they're significant competitors, but at the end of the day, you guys have to understand that the people who make these decisions don't care about athletics. Well, and, and he, I, dude, competitors. Uh, what is Michigan and Ohio, and Ohio State are not competitors? Like, come on, dude. We're not talking about Oregon and Oregon State. No, we're talking about Oregon and USC here. Yes, we're talking about two of the premier brands in the country. Right? And and I know all my SEC people are going to say, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking what about. What do you know? What you do you know? know? Like, you're a Pac-12 lover. Nick Saban. Like, come on, dude. I get it. But ultimately, in expansion and realignment, Oregon and USC are two of the top dogs yep. in that conversation. Obviously, USC is spoken for. Yep. Uh, T-Duck says dry heat better than humidity. Facts. Well, that's a true. Facts, dude. Facts. That's a true. There's there's no doubt. Maury Alvarez can attest to that. He lives in Florida. Jesse Pressler, I really do see Utah in the Big 12. I hope you're right. But but if you're a Utah fan like Jesse, are you not at least a little bit concerned right now that you haven't heard word one? That you haven't that you you see no signs of life right now? Yep. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, Oregon to the Big 12. That would be, dude. If that happens. Uh, MJ Bissett gives us $2 to say a Big 12 wants to rent Oregon and Washington. No, I think that's a concern that uh, Oregon and Washington would rent you. Yeah. I, I would be worried about that. Uh, Spangler, what's up, my guy? Big 10 expansion was all Kevin Warren. Things are different there wow. now. But Tony Petiti is a TV guy. That guy came from NBC Universal. He can get it done. He can get it done. Blake. Say Jackson State one more MF in time. <laughs> Sorry if you're offended by that. Uh, Connor Johnson, silly goose. Conference champion, uh, conference commissioner Gumby, fat. Mm-hmm. Um, fat. You know, the funny thing is I was telling Jake today. So for those of you new to the show, I've lost a bunch of weight. I'm trying to lose weight. Like, I'm really working on it. And I've lost a significant amount of inches, not from Coach Cox, but from anyway. Right. It doesn't matter. The right. point Scott. is. My hands are more free to swing the golf club, and it's it makes a huge difference. Having these, <laughs> I can get my hands around the shaft really easily. Being thinner, exact, it makes a huge difference. Jackson Graham, my dude, what's up, Jax? Utah said academics in the Big Twelve aren't a fit. They did. Yeah, they did. well, that narrative is going to change. They, well, <laughs> like, yeah. How's fifteen million dollars in the in the Mountain West Pack Six? Mm. Phoenix Master. It's been over a hundred every day of July so far in Phoenix. Oh yeah, Hell you can just no. book that, dude. The question isn't a hundred; it's hundred and ten, no. dude. Hell no. Yeah, hundred and ten is the question. AAR says uh, high stakes weekend negotiations in the Big Twelve. Facts. San Diego State three three five defense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Coach Cox, what are, what are we running here? Okay, what? Read my name backwards for $10. I can't. Frog? Horned frog. Why would you do that? Why would you spell horned frog? Was it taken already? My brain hurts. Anna Pavelko. What's up, Anna? Uh, Erga to the mountain. Welcome home, Utes. Uh, okay. Okay. I don't speak Erga. T-Duck. Uh, Beavers are three star. You, they ain't beating the Ducks ever again. Well, oh please, dude, 
please. Corvallis in, in November. Good luck. Ended their hopes of the college football playoff. Uh, too much gravy for my biscuits. I love you, dude. Uh, 100 in Houston. Got in. We, when we were, dude, when we were in Tarrant <coughs> County, I didn't know that I had sweat glands where I have sweat glands. <laughs> the humidity. When we went to, what was the steakhouse we went to? Dan Stage. Bob's. Bob's. Bob's Steak and Chops. fucking thing. We went to Bob's <laughs> Steak and Chops. Dude, you could not touch the door handle. It was so hot. And just walking from the valet stand to the door, I do believe my toes sweated. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? Man. Man. Uh, salty drunk, there's plenty more of that slapstick harassment, Coach Cox. Shout out to Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Outside the echo chamber, why was USC a no-no Texas and Oklahoma? Well, this goes back to all the pissed-off Ute fans. Texas. In 20... 20- 14, BYU, Texas, Oklahoma, and USC had had the idea to start a, a new conference and just couldn't pull it off. All of them hated their situations, every one of them. And BYU's in the Big 12, OU and Texas are in, are in the SEC, and USC's in the Big 10. Yeah. This is not new. This is not new, man. This is not new. Uh, Greg Swaim. Hello, Greg. You can still have the quote-unquote Holy War as a non-conference game. The Utes will be begging for it when when they're in the Mountain West conferences. The game will become their biggest athletic revenue source. Yeah. I wish I could tell you you were wrong, but, yeah, I mean, you may not be wrong. It, it would be a – it would be – there is no dude. You cannot be negative enough about the Utah Utes being in the Mountain West. It is embarrassing. It is. It's a tragedy. You don't want it to be. It's a tragedy. It is. It's heartbreaking. It's it's pathetic. It's everything you want to say. Lopes Van Gabe gives us five dollars to say, "I heard you add an inch for every thirty pounds lost." Wait, are you being serious right now? Scott. I have no idea if that's true. Gabe, is that true? Can you measure it? Dude, I need to Bro, leave. is that real? As, as, and I wear a size 15 shoe. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Trust me when I say they don't. No, I, I joke about penis size. And my wife is like, why do you do that? Because I can. Uh, K-State or an ABQ. Brett Yormark plus Phil Knight equals unstoppable. Maybe. Money's money. Dude, money is money. They'll find a way to make more ugly uniforms. Hey, uh, Coach, how far does your D cover, and what kind of formations you like your D in? Athletically <laughs> speaking, of course. Dude, Coach Cox, I love you, bro. Seriously. I, I promise you this is all love. Coach Cox, I want to apologize for uh, OG Gary. Um, he's a child just like me. OG Gary and I have met. He's, a, he's an infant. Honestly, I'd start stroking, guys. I'm a, okay. <laughs> you got to get stroked. Uh, you guys know that's Brooks Kepka, right? You got to get stroked. That's Brooks Kepka. Honestly, I'd start stroking, guys. That it, right there. <laughs> I kid you not. And Brooks Kepka's a rich dude, which you can be too if you go to TridayTrading.com. Uh, TridayTrading.com, kicking ass, taking names. You guys, I tell you about it every single day. If you are somebody that hates your job, 
If you're somebody that has sat around and said, I want to work for myself, I want to open up my own business, but you don't have a business idea or you've tried and failed, day trading is absolutely lucrative. If I said to you, you can make $5,000 a week, $20,000 a month, $240,000 a year, would you do it? Working for yourself, working at home, answering to nobody, at a baseline, you're making $240,000. Driving the car you want, living in the house you want, going to Disneyland like your neighbors do. <laughs> Write your own ticket in life. And how about if I said you could do that for 10 bucks and a 30-day trial membership at TridayTrading.com? Because that's what it is. Triday Trading is going to put you through their program. They're going to teach you all of their processes, their algorithms. They give you elite, high-level coaching and continuing education. The best part about TridayTrading.com, when you're done with their program and you're ready to start making trades, they are going to fund an account for you where you're going to trade with their money. And when you make money with their money at TridayTrading.com, you keep 80% of the profit. You cannot go wrong at TridayTrading.com. And yes, you can do it part-time. If you're somebody that's looking to stack your retirement, if you're somebody that just wants to be able to afford new PXG golf clubs every year, hey man, make three, four, five hundred $500 a day, $2,500 a week, $10,000 a month, doing it part-time. TridayTrading.com, you make a $10 charitable donation at TridayTrading.com, so that's a tax write-up for you, and they give you the entire program for 10 bucks for 30 days, and then you make a decision. We have not had a single listener not continue with the program after 30 days. And if, you, if you're if you a skeptic, get to TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Watch all the videos. There's video testimonies. There's reviews. There's information. Go check it out. TridayTrading.com. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. All right. Uh, about 15 minutes left in the show. Let's keep running through your comments. Uh, Dustin Mack gives us $5 to say Pack Network can rebrand their name to the Mountain Network similar qualities. It's shocking the crickets coming from Utah. Facts. And it's really frustrating. I think the Pac-12 Network is the least of their problems right now. Yeah, I would say so. I, I, I think that Utah... <sighs> I would go as far as to say Utah has a responsibility to be better. Utah is a good enough brand. They they are they are powerful enough as a brand to help a conference. There's no question about that. You know, you're not in a position where again, like Utah is not SMU. SMU could go and win 10 games and nobody would care. Right? Yeah. Utah finds a way to win 10 games every year and go to New Year's Six Bowls and do all this great stuff, and people care. Now, they lose the Rose Bowl twice, two times in a row. Not a great look, but ultimately, you got there, and you did some great things. So for me, I just I, 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 I can't bring myself to accept the fact that Utah is looking at the Mountain West as a possibility yet. Yes. I, need to, I need to understand exactly what the Big 12 wants and what the Big 12 is putting together, and if it does come to fruition that Utah is not part of that picture, then oh. we can have that conversation. Yeah. Totally agree. What happens, Daniel says, if Utah, Oregon, and Washington not talking because next week they join the Big Ten? I mean, if that's best, in my opinion, that's best case that scenario. Is. If you're it, like, again, and that's why I think Oregon and Washington are in the power position right now. Arizona and the Big 12 just makes sense. I would expect that to happen at this point. But Oregon and Washington are the X factor, the wild card in who goes where, like other schools. Because if they go to the Big Ten, now Utah still has options. 
But I just think that Utah's a great, like, an outstanding fit in the but Big 12. How, I mean, you have to be either dense or just fucking stupid to stay in the Pac-12 at this point. If yeah. you're Oregon, Washington, and Utah, like, what is the what is the impetus to stay there? What's your motivation to stay in the Pac-12? And that's what I'm really struggling with. Mark Harlan and Taylor Randall are not stupid. No. Like, they're not stupid. No. I disagree with what Mark Harlan did on Twitter all those months ago. And, yes, he apologized for it, and I always like to point that out. But but they're not stupid. They understand how to do business. And, yes. and, and, and ultimately, again, unfortunately in life, this kind of adversity is where we see people as true colors. The and, problem and is not the problem. Precisely. Yeah. It is your reaction to the problem that is the problem. Yeah, exactly. And if I could go back and be a parent, I would beat you with a belt while saying to you, the problem isn't the problem. <laughs> it's you're the problem. And I'll drop that mother. I should have probably, you probably, Jake has zero fear of domestic violence. When you were a kid, you never worried about it. You're like, fuck you. I'm going to the, I'm getting in the pool. Here I am. Send the cleaning lady out for a fresh towel. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God. I shouldn't joke, but um, I, the problem is not the problem. It really is not. Um, Matt Ritson, what's going to happen in Pac-12 commissioner if no teams are left in the conference? Does he still get paid? No, he gets fucking he's fired. No, you're fired. You're gone. He's getting fired either way. You need to understand that. Yeah, either way, after this, that. you're getting fired. I would agree with that. Uh, let's see. Willie Wilson says Yuma's 115, 120. Stop. Yeah, I, again, to the commenter, I can't remember your name, but to the commenter who was like, hey, we've been over 100 every day for a while. Dude, the conversation's My on God. 100. It's 110, dude. Man. Uh... Dabo's winning per 805 winning percentage. If the Pac-9 dies, doesn't that increase the value of ESPN's other properties? ACC, SEC, Big 12, ESPN 100% wants the Pac-12's demise. I think if the Pac-12 had operated in a competent business fashion, yes, they would want the Pac-12 to stay around. But yeah, if you can build a better conference where the games are more important so more people want to watch, yes. Absolutely, that makes sense. But again, there's a big difference between how you act publicly and how you act privately. Yes. ESPN publicly is not going to root for the Pac-12 to die. No. They're not going to root for them to, to succeed either, though, which very clearly they have not. It's true. Uh, Jeff, for $2, what about Colorado State to the Pac? Eh. I just, what's the value? What's the value of Colorado State? Yeah, it's not. That's tough. Marlon Shaw for $10. This is the only way I would do UConn. Bring in without football with a plan to bring football later if the criteria are met and then give them a scheduling agreement for four to five football games a year. I don't hate that. But, but I just, you, why go to the trouble? But dude? UConn has said straight away they will, they will not do basketball only. To which I say, piss off. Go. Yeah. Uh, Delaric gives us $5 to say a little off topic. What do you think about Sean Payton said about Hackett and the Jets? The excuse of, hey, I I was wearing no my problem. Fox hat is an absolute ES- dreadful e- excuse. ES- ESPN hat. Okay, ESPN, whatever the hell it is. I, I was wearing my TV broadcaster hat. Yeah, he ripped like, He ripped Nathaniel Hackett. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> Sean. Be better, dude. He's a gangster, which, which I... I enjoy that. Thank you, Cody, for the $2. Arturo Balderas for $10. Because I can. I'll say it how I want. We're in a basketball arena, Arturo. Uh, 12-team playoff is going to force Notre Dame to join a conference. Top six seeds will automatically go to the P4. 
and highest-ranked G6 champs in Big Ten and SEC will split the other six at-large bids. The problem with that is, is that Notre Dame already has an agreement in place. They're viewed as a power five. Notre Dame has a massive TV pool. They make big money for the college football playoff. If Notre Dame has the schedule and they have the record, they're in the college football playoff. Yeah. And the other thing is you got to remember that Notre Dame's in bed with NBC. And NBC has a very strong hold on television in this country. And NBC spends an incredible amount of money with the Big Ten. The NFL, Peacock has that one NFL wildcard streaming game for $17 gazillion. That still baffles me, dude. One game. But look at this CW deal with NASCAR today. Which I think needs to be talked about more at the pack, dude. Come on. Come on. CW did like a 12-year deal or whatever it is. I can't remember. A seven-year deal for $115 million a year to broadcast the Xfinity series in NASCAR, like the AAA level of NASCAR. Good series, entertaining. Yep. And you couldn't get a deal with the CW, but they just... So let me get this right. They have Live Golf. Like, they've done deals. Yeah. They've done the ACC deal. Now they've done a, a NASCAR Xfinity Series deal, and you can't... It's wild to me. And it it's great because it validates what we've said. Yeah. But I, I don't think Notre Dame will have to join a conference. I, I, I don't unless... Unless NBC somehow wouldn't pay up, but why wouldn't NBC want want Notre Dame football as a standalone? That I, I it it doesn't make sense for Notre Dame to join a conference. You know, uh, Matt Merle says LMAO, my brain hurts. <laughs> exactly. Brandon Unruh, Jim Mora has two ten win seasons as a P five coach. Great, that's what I'm saying. Darren Jackson, Big Twelve setting the field moving forward. Could be, could absolutely be. Uh, McFab laser and powder just puts two duck symbols there. Okay. 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 I mean, Hey, that that's cool. You know, uh, Gary Wolf says 97 in Lubbock hot. It's a dry heat. Right. (laughs) You guys in Texas have had a terrible summer. San Diego state says 113 degrees last week in Fresno. No, I'm good. Dude. When it's hot in Fresno, Tucky, dude, forget it. No, I'm good. Todd says, when I moved to Florida, I made myself play golf in the afternoon. Heart of summer, I almost died. Yeah, probably not a wise decision there, sir. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, it's not. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Uh, if you're not subscribed already, please hit the subscribe button. If you're here and you haven't hit the like button, please do that. We are at 9,000 views and we only have 481 likes. You guys are better than that. You guys are better than that. By the way. Uh, real quick, want to shout out, um, whoa, there you go. Want to shout out um, Kyle A., who gave a gifted membership today. Thank you. Uh, and Marlon Shaw, who gifted 10 memberships today. Marlon, appreciate you. Thank you so much for doing Marlon's always great. Marlon's one of our best. I appreciate you. Thank you for that. Um, uh, Monty Big Socks. Exactly right. right. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, J-Rod says, 98, no KC, 102 heat index, and my AC just went out. God, (coughs) dog. (coughs) Did it really? No, I'm good. Greg Romano, young Monty, be prepared to be disappointed. Utah to the Mountain West. Hey, 
I, I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm just saying that it would be a heartbreaking conversation to have to have on the show. Uh, let's see. AAR says breaking sports. Wildcats Network says Nike Big 12 conference deal in play. Hmm. Could be. Could be. Uh, Clint Moses says Jakey back to front. Nah. Back, I'm not. I'm not, dude. And that's guy. one of the, and that's one of the most um, vicious, untrue narratives ever perpetrated against me. Okay, Greg Romano, Coach Cox, your thoughts on crossing patterns? Come on, man. Greg Swaim, uh, you don't gain an inch, but by comparison, it might appear so. Wow. And, pardon me. Uh, uh, it. it uh, 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 no. So Gabe Ledley, for those of you just tuning in, we were talking about losing weight. Right. And Gabe said for every 30 pounds, you gain an inch. Damn. Mrs. Monty's like, hey, man, can you lose 60 pounds? No. <laughs> K-Stater and ABQ, you guys are on fire. We're trying. Matt Hartley, uh, less gets eaten by the fat. Thank you. Oh, man, we moving on. We moving on. Uh, Willie Wilson, they reported yesterday, I believe, that the Atlantic Ocean down around Miami reached a temp of 101 degrees. Yeah, we don't need to. I, I'm not trying to get into that today. Mrs. Monty yeah. was like, that's warmer than our hot tub. We talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Fat Jesus. Fat Jesus. Uh, it's a relative inch you gain compared to your stomach. It looks bigger. Can you measure it? <laughs> How does this happen on this show? I talk about losing weight. And Coach, Coach, Coach Cox, Cox comes in. Coach Cox rolls into the comments and thinks there's not going to be repercussions. Dude, you're like, come on. It's cock. Like, you know, and then Gabe talking about, hey, well, every 10 pounds you lose, you uh, gain an inch. Coach, okay, dude. Coach Cox, who do you think you are, man? Yeah. Coming in here talking about phallic symbols. Yeah, dude. Okay, let's move on. Uh, you know, <laughs> Here I am. Gabe Gubbler. As a Ute fan, I'm worried sick about the Utes. You should be. Damn well should be, dude. But you should worry sick over your uh, Super Chick sandwich. Can't wait. Mrs. Monty and I are doing date night at Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road tonight. If you're in Utah, bros, Super Chicks, Riverdale Road in Ogden, also in St. George. Make sure you get the Super Chicks. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Get that full chicken breast sandwich. You can get it breaded or grilled I'm telling you guys now, get it breaded, a deluxe, the the bravacavo. The bacavo. Get the nomenclature yeah, right, dude. I don't eat avocado get on this. chicken sandwiches. Come on. Butthole. Um. Come on. <laughs> Hugh Janus. Get the deluxe chicken sandwich. All of their produce, fresh, chopped in-house every day. Lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, amazing. Their fries are cut in-house every day at Super Chicks. Awesome. All of their sauces are free. The other thing I love about them is the buns at Super Chick. Super Chicks, excuse me, Coach Cox. Their buns are amazing as well. There's nothing it's all not about to the like. Buns, dude. Get the deluxe chicken sandwich, extra pickles. Get the Colombian ranch dressing. Get the custard shake. Your kids and your wife will love you. Trust me, you eat at Super Chicks, you gain more than an inch. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Um, Gor, uh, Gorf Denro. Football's not the only game of inches around here. I'm so bricked up right now. All right, welcome back to the Monty Show. It's Penis Joke Friday here. Uh, all right. Give him an inch. She'll take a foot. 
Okay. It is what it is. Uh, Kyle A says, we need Mrs. Monty to visit once in a while. Dude. Yeah, I, you know, we just work here, dude. She's the boss. I ask, she declines. Yeah. I say, hey, come on the show. She says, you're fat, lose some weight, I'll come on the show. I'm no. trying. I'm fasting. Trying to get her back on the show. She would slap me in the face if I ever said that to her. Around her, she'd be so pissed about that. Oh, my God. Dabo says, you missed my last super chat. I did? Dude, you're slacking. Come on. What do you mean I missed Come your on. last super chat? We may have to uh, go short in a couple cases. Where? How did I miss your last super chat? I certainly did not. I certainly did not. This is a great Dane. No, I did not. I don't see a super chat of yours that I missed, sir. And if I did, I apologize. And cough another one up. What the hell? Yeah. You know, Mike Williams. Oh, okay. Hold on. You see, you're surprising me here. Okay. Okay, Mike or Mike. Michael. 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 <laughs> Jesus. My wife has a nephew named Michael from Arkansas. He stayed at the same house we were staying at, and we were all sleeping in the living room. I was in a recliner. He was on the couch. Every five minutes as though it was an alarm. That dude broke ass loudly, and it <laughs> all night long. My mother-in-law is like 60-something at the time. He's like 30-something. And I imitate the accent, but it's actually accurate. Hey, Barbara, where's the, where's the titty bar at around here? He literally says to my 60-something-year-old mother-in-law, Hey, can you take me to the titty bar? Bro. Go Razorbacks. Dude. <laughs> Harry Austin for $5. You see a foot, she sees an inch. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Um, Sparsh, does ASU have a chance in the Big Ten? No. Absolutely not. I, I don't see that happening at all under any circumstance. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, aside from football, does anyone watch NBC? The Olympics, the NFL, you know. Uh, Greg Swaim says, Louisville, Pitt, Virginia Tech, NC State already talking to the Big 12. No way. As they are aware, the SEC and the Big 10 probably aren't calling. Save uh, spits for the ACC. Congratulations, but that's bullshit. I, again, I won't believe that you can get out of the ACC grant of rights until I see it. Yeah. With all, with all due You're respect. You're not getting out of that grant of rights, dude. It's I not, think I that's mean, very difficult. Jeff Woodworth. Next year, Utah will be the proud lone member of the Conference of Ex-Champions. Wow. Bill Walton would like to see you, please. Uh, let's see. Artie Cat 0811. NBC had Ninja Show in the 80s. Last time I watched. Really? I'll drop that motherfucker. Okay. Kyle Vassar. Greg Swain. My four choices. Music, too. Okay. Uh, Big Brad Brass Balls. Hey, thanks for another great show, Monty and Jake. Have a great weekend. Looking forward to hearing what the pack resolution will end up being. Thanks, Brass Balls. Appreciate you. Uh, Kyle Visser, my ears. Hey, man. Uh, OG Gary, NBC should force Notre Dame to join a conference and then implode the ACC. <laughs> that would be awesome. Jake Nelson, Big 12 source, says long-term goal is 16 teams. I don't think there's any doubt. Yeah. I just don't think there's any doubt that long-term you need that. Kyle A, 113 in Vegas, plus I work outside drinking lots of water. 
Dude, what do you do outside <laughs> in 113 degrees besides sweat? Yeah, I was going to say that's it. And at some point you stop sweating. It's so hot. Kaufman says it's 100 degrees in Wichita. Too much gravy for my biscuits says bucked up. Oh, yeah, bucked up. Indeed. Drink bucked up in hot, in hot weather. Bucked up, the official energy provider of the uh, Monty Show. By the way, uh, Mike sent me a picture that he ordered the bars, the new Buck bars. Dude, they're phenomenal. I hate protein bars. Yeah. We've talked about this a lot on yep. the show. I hate protein bars. The Buck bars are the first ones I've liked. In the description below, click the link, get a free sample. They'll send you a uh, sampler pack right to your front door for free. Bucked up. Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Use promo code MONTY20 to get 20% off at checkout at buckedup.com. They're phenomenal. Um, I'm telling you guys, the bars are game changers, especially when you're trying to be fit and lose weight. They make a huge difference. Uh, Sparsh was in Arizona here in North Cal for the summer. Jake, I DM'd you. And lastly, what chances does ASU have to get into the Big Ten if they just hold out or get passed by the Big 12? Phoenix market, AAU, and money. Well, I just don't see ASU as a fit in the Big Ten. Nah. It's awkward. If you and I think the the this goes back to Arizona and Arizona State. That's those two together. That's why the Big Ten needs to act. The Big Ten needs to be the one to pick up Oregon and Washington so the Big Twelve can add, you know, both Arizona schools, Utah, and I guess Oregon State. Yeah, it makes too much sense. J.K. Marshall, 80 here in Northeast Florida. Is it really? Jacksonville? That's cool. Uh, wet blanket. Dang, J-Rod, I feel for you. What did J-Rod say? What did I miss? Jackson Graham. Uh, any news on uh, the other state's board of people meeting? Uh, not. I've been looking. We checked today right before the show. Yeah, there hasn't really been too many updates. Lee Jensen, how the heck are you? Could we shout out Mo Bamba? Yeah, we can. Uh, just give me one sec. Shout the Mo Bamba. Uh, OG Gary. Wait, we end in the show early today? Yeah, no, maybe. maybe. Possibly. Um, <laughs> Gregory Krug, breaking news. Bishop Sycamore agrees to join the Pac-12. Hey, you start talking shit. Heard they have a really good program. You know, come on now. LV Seminole, what's up, my guy? If Arizona goes to the Big 12, will it finally start recognizing daylight savings times or will they stay in their own time zone? No. And, pardon me. Uh, no, I'm, it, not, um, I'm not playing your stupid game, uh, LV. I'm not doing it. I'm not playing your little games with listen, time zones. You think you get into the group chat and now all of a sudden you think you can roll into the comments section and start making, you know, time zone references. There, there's a little, there's a girl sitting in the lobby. We have a window on our studio so you can see how awesome our show is. Right. And you can see every inch of me losing 30 pounds. I don't have any pants on. But the point is, <laughs> there's a woman sitting, a, a girl, a little girl. Human who, or non-human? Uh, human. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's sitting out there. And she keeps looking at me, so I looked at her, and I caught her looking at me, so I waved. And she went, <laughs> mommy, um, mommy, mommy, fat-ass looked at me. <laughs> mommy, mommy, please take me home. Salty drunk, how about those cocaine sharks in Florida? Bruh. All right, let's stop talking football and start talking aliens before we leave today. Biologics. 
Fuck. <laughs> Do you guys believe in aliens? That's It's a simple question. A former CIA operative says that UFOs and alien bodies in the United States custody. Well, biologics. Mm-hmm. Biologics. So, again, Mrs. Monty, and I should ask her if she'll come on the show. <laughs> Mrs. Monty is a hard no on this. Right, right. Do you guys believe in aliens? Do you believe in aliens? Because they say that the United States government has UFOs and alien DNA of some kind, biologics. It could be bacteria, DNA, whatever. Do you believe in it, Jake? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think that we're not alone. That's what I believe in. I, I, I think that aliens is the label. I, I don't think I, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, they've got aliens in a traditional sense that we all know. I, 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 I agree. Our government hides stuff from us all the time. I don't doubt that because I don't think you can just be out here saying, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, uh, yeah, last week, yeah, we found a 100-foot uh, spaceship that we have no idea where it's from, and yet it had some biologics on it that could have killed us. You can't say that publicly. So I have no doubt that the government has stuff that we have no idea about. But what does biologics mean? Life forms of some variety. That's what it means, literally. First of all, welcome to the membership, Kyle. I appreciate you. Good to see you. Second of all, Sparsh gives us two dollars to say ASU to the Big Twelve. It is. Have a good weekend, guys. You too, buddy. I got your DM, bro. I'll take care of it. But my question is, what the f- is is biologics? Is that video. like play the video? Is that like some dudes like like biologics? Hey man, we found an alien pube on the ship. Like I'm telling you. Yeah. You know. Do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent? extraterrestrials something i can't discuss in public setting um okay i can't ask when you think this occurred (laughs) Um, if you believe we have crashed craft uh stated earlier do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft as i've stated publicly already in my news nation interview uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries yeah um were they i guess human or non-human biologics Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. What? Human or non-human? The thing that drives me crazy is this dude's like, well, what are biologics? I can't share that information here, but if we go into a skiff, we can get naked, and I'll show you my alien. So what, you're saying that that he's just grandstanding? He's Well, he keeps saying it's classified. I can't share it. Okay, well, then... Why have the hearing if you can't talk about it? Because all it does is play to the narratives and the stereotypes. And then you get Jimmy and his clan of fucking co-workers who are plumbers or something that go to Area 51 with pitchforks and, and torches. And they're like, I demand to see Bigfoot. Like Dangerous misinformation. Right? Like, that's all this is. What is a biologic? Is it biologic? Are you telling me we found alien pubes on the ground in Nevada? Human or non-human? That, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. Mrs. Monty oh. joins the show. Hi. Hi. So Mrs. Monty and I were talking about this the other morning. And you lost your mind on this. She's like, God damn it. 
I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Why were you so upset about this? <laughs> Listen, the, the problem that I have is like, I try not to look at too much social media during the day, right? I'm busy. I got shit to do. Um, and then I start seeing all of these things pop up, including like Lizzo, who's like, oh, they, they, they have proof of aliens. And I know as soon as that's going around, I'm like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. And so Biologics. Then, <laughs> so when I finally had a chance to watch it, I was like, first off, biologics if you look up the definition that's not even the right word to use but okay it sounds smart wow biologics god it must be something critical it just means cells like the guy was just saying they found cells on some of the debris which could be like bacteria uh you know non-human cells okay so bacteria maybe no could it it could be alien pubes human or non-human <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like but it could have been anything it could have been bird poop it, like it could have been but why you know, are you so why do you hope that it's not alien stuff like i feel I like you secretly don't want it it's, i i i would be fascinated if we actually had proof the problem that i have is that people say things like biologics and they're like yeah we got biologics biologics and and it's like Yeah, I, mean, I agree that we don't know what that means. And then means. when you ask, and then, of course, no one said, right? Because I guarantee, who was the lady who was interviewing him? A, was like, a congresswoman. Was it like Bobert or something? Was no, like Ding Dong? no. <laughs> like, of course, they don't, like, I'm sure that the word biologics hit them, and they were like, sounds good. Biologics. But they don't follow up and say, what do you mean by biologics? Um, yeah. But you know, did you Google that? Did you Google while you're sitting there? Biologics. But to what your you point, though, it does create a stir because people do be like, see, he said they have alien bodies. Because I immediately went to my childhood and was like, well, shit, they have E.T. on a table <laughs> in the middle of Nevada <laughs> desert. You know, I wonder, do they have little Jimmy's bicycle with the basket and the blanket it's that E.T. was riding in? right? And it must be that, you know, alien biologics that were found on his shoe after he was returned back to Earth. Is it true that losing 30 pounds, you gain an inch? In Gabe, Ledley, Gabe Ledley says when you lose 30 pounds, you gain an inch. Did you follow up with the question of an inch of what? Scott. Could it be height? <laughs> Could it be? Well, no, Coach Cox was on the show, so we just kind of took it from there. Oh, you see, you got to ask follow-up questions. He could have meant like an inch of hair. Biologics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, by the way, do you believe that we're alone in the universe or do you believe that there are aliens like? I 100% I, I believe there is some sort of life form out there. Have we encountered it? No, I don't believe we have. You there don't are too believe, many, so none of this flying object stuff you don't believe is, is alien? I don't. I, I don't believe we have any evidence to say that it actually is. I understand really? that there was respected pilots who said that they saw something they couldn't explain and that we have video that we can't explain, that does not mean that it is aliens. Like you can't hop from, okay. I don't know what this speck of dirt is to, oh my gosh, it's alien.
<laughs> okay. Delaric gives us $5 to say, instead of worrying about finding intelligent life in space, find it here on the planet first. We're nothing but a bunch of insane apes. Delaric, okay. you, you're so right. That feels that feels excessive. Uh, LB Seminole, oh man, if, if we want to talk about UFOs, please book Jesse <laughs> Ventura. That guy has some views, man. Conference Commissioner Gumby, we've never seen Taylor Swift and E.T. in the same room. Fucking right. I'm right. telling you. Well, Probably but again, when you talk about Taylor Swift, you're going to get death, th- death threats. The Did real you, MVP uh, just gives us a bunch of alien heads. That's right. Alien, alien. Did you hear that Like, there was so much bouncing or jumping and uh, at her concert? She caused two earthquakes at the, like, it registered as two earthquakes during her concert oh my God. in Seattle. Are you ready for this comment from Jet Wayman for two dollars? Jet, I've been immunized. Damn. What did, what did Britt say exactly to me? What did Britt say the other day? That is exactly. I said that. I was like the same thing as being immunized. It doesn't mean anything. Oh man. Mrs. Monty said to me the other morning when we were talking about this, and she was quite literally losing her shit. That's just like saying you've been immunized. Shut up, Aaron. It's true. I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> Did anybody ask a follow-up question to Aaron? Hell no. What does that mean? No. No. No, yeah, they no didn't. that's not going to happen. Derek Roche. And by the way, Aaron Rodgers even mocked the media because they didn't know what immunized meant. Yeah. Uh, Derek Roche, I've seen UFOs. I've seen things in the air that I've seen, like, flying objects that I couldn't identify, too. It doesn't mean they're alien. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Anna Pavelko, Alien. A rock is a rock. Too much gravy for my biscuits. <laughs> Are we talking like the rock? Like uh Dwayne it, Johnson? Yeah. Like or, I mean, because I mean I'm okay if we want to investigate that to see if he's alien or not. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know you flew that way. Uh construction work. Jesus went up to heaven, didn't he? God bless. Could be. Ron Loney, bacteria wasn't flying the alien spacecraft. No, it was on the ground when they picked up whatever trash. Yeah, it was Bigfoot. Yeah, according See? to Brother Bigfoot, it was oh, oh Bigfoot, Bigfoot was, was flying driving, the UFO. Flying the UFO, got it. Oh, that makes total sense. What is is this? How you fly UFOs? You gotta get I don't know. Have you flown one? <laughs> oh, wow. Jeremy Severe, I feel like this alien talk is a distraction to the real discussion that should be happening in Congress, but the wrong show to talk about that. Jeremy, that is exactly true, but you are also Don't. true that it's the wrong show to wrong talk show. about that. Um, Conference Commissioner Gumby, I'm not up to date on my boosters. Well, which okay. boosters? I like the booster club. Maybe you should join the booster club at Cal. They need your help. Yeah, they do. Gary Wolf says they found some alien poop. Could have been alien, poop. alien fecal matter. Yeah, that was it an was alien non-human fart. poop. See. Derek Roche, construction work, bro. They're not angels. God isn't even real. Oh shit! By the way, I don't know if you want to go. Speaking down that of path. which, did you guys hear that belief in religion, God, angels, and demons is at an all-time low? Right, because it's not true. People <laughs> so we are done and- with it. Like people are done being afraid of the dark. You know, like. So we went and wasted our money on IMAX the other weekend. To see Vermilion or whatever the hell it's Oppenheimer. called. Oppenheimer. Same thing. Jesus. To see Oppenheimer. What? We went to see Oppenheimer. I couldn't think of the word Oppenheimer, so I said Vermilion. It is what it is. It. 
Uh, we went to see Oppenheimer. Yeah. The preview that pissed me off the most in the moment I almost left was when the new Exorcist preview came on. You know. Because I need another Exorcist movie. It's terrible, dude. It's a sequel it to the like, previous Exorcist movie. Uh, the yelling, like the... It's terrible. It's it's terrible. So, Mrs. Monty, you don't believe in heaven or hell. No. And you don't believe in angels or demons. No. Demons. Okay. So. I also don't believe in fairies. Uh, I don't believe in the chupacabra or biologics. You don't believe in chupacabras? No. So. Will you call me Chupacabra tonight? No, never mind. Damn. Uh, Greg Swain says, we've never seen George Klyovkov and Pee Wee Herman in the same room before, but the I meant to do that statement last week gave it away. <laughs> you know. Uh, Tom says, think the aliens are a military flex for the world. Look what we can do, but aliens, not really us. I guess. Isn't that what Oppenheimer was about? Drone craft. Construction work says, okay. read the Bible. Gary well, Wolf says, get your facts became, straight. Got me to be an atheist as I actually read the Bible. Oh, Derek Roche. Right. Oh, I read it. <laughs> uh, Derek also says, I was in seminary too. I've seen Will Smith fly a UFO before <laughs> conference. Commissioner Gumby <laughs> says. Wow. Man, that wow. was a men in black. Jeff Woodworth, alien biologics smell funny. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. I washed some off of my dog's sheet today definitely biologics not a good small jet wayman bro have you ever played diablo lilith is real and she ain't playing (laughs) okay okay jam on on my jelly roll congratulations on your weight loss more in her than on her damn bro i mean come on bro (laughs) jesus gabe ledley quite literally said you lose 30 pounds, you gain an inch. I need a dick. Uh, that's in your belt. You're, you gain an inch on your belt. So you're saying that's not true then? I um, will conduct an experiment and, and report back. Oh, my. You got to get stroked. <laughs> <laughs> Connor Johnson says, poor Jake. Exactly <laughs> poor Jake. right. Mm-hmm. Well, Mrs. Monty, I, I appreciate you always popping on the show, even though Mrs. Monty has decided. I don't know why she ended the boycott today. She said that she had had enough of the show and she was never coming on again. But oh, right. That's what I said. I totally forgot. That's what it was. How has going back to the office been for you? Amazing. Amazing. I did hear from someone who is a people manager uh, that got training this week on, on the whole situation. And uh, there's a chance I could be asked to relocate next week. We'll see what happens. Dave's in opposition. So you're saying we could be moving? <laughs> exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Always good to see you, Mrs. Monty. The Monty Show is always is presented by our good friends at The Advocates. Theadvocates.com. Have yourself a safe weekend. Love every one of you, you guys. This has been a massive week on the show. Uh, Speaking of gaining an inch, this has been a massive week on the show. One more penis joke. Never hurt anybody. Until uh, Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.